Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Russell Howard and Harley Breen. We've got some shows on sale that we will talk to you about at the end of the program in Talking Dum Dum. If they're not already sold out by then, in the next hour that you're listening to this. Mm, Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, well, let's find out in Talking Dum Dum. Yes. Uh, and just quickly, at the very start of this episode, before we started recording, uh, Russell had his headphones in and then for some reason took them out. And oh. It took me a few minutes to notice that. Uh, I then had to go through his recording and cut out all the bits where you could hear us on his recording. Mm. But there are one or two little bits where you hear a slight echo. So it's nothing nothing too crazy, but uh, just for some of you, most of you probably won't even notice it, but uh, that goes away after about five minutes. And then we have a ripping time with Russell Howard and Harley Breen. <laughs> Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always, the other half of the program, it's Carl Chandler. Kid. We uh, have two very special friends of the show joining us from very, very different recording situations. Please welcome back onto the podcast, Russell Howard and Harley Brick. Yes. Yes. The dream team, as we're known. Oh yeah, the dream team. You guys are just joined at the hip, never separated. Oh, hang on. Uh, you're in different countries and very different locations right now the funny thing is if we lived in the same country i think we'd be firm friends it's not to say that we're not friends now but i think if we lived in the same country i think i think we'd be annoyingly close to a lot of people we really get on i believe it probably would have got physical by now at some some level. (laughs) (laughs) like sexual or violent both at the same time (laughs) Okay, so to, like, let's let's clear this up like, where where you boys both are at the moment. So, Russell, you're in quarantine in New Zealand. You're seeing all the sights of some fucking uh, hotel room kettle, as we can see in the background of your Zoom. That's right. Yeah, and that what I should point out that kettle is broken, um, so it just randomly turns itself on in the night. Um, I'm in a I'm in a hotel room in New Zealand in Auckland, and I've hit. Teenage levels of masturbation during my time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my, I'm going to emerge with my cock looking like an 80s joystick. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is all linked to the kettle as well, yeah? Well, yeah, I see that's the thing. Because I'm not used to human contact, I think it's perfectly fine oh, to start talking about a kettle and go, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm wanking a lot, which, of course, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Russ, we're getting a pretty good insight into the uh, quality of the internet over there in New Zealand because uh, you in the Zoom window, you're looking a bit like Wallace and Gromit for us at the moment. Mm. We're getting a, a lot of <laughs> jittery frames and dropping out. Yeah, if yeah. You, if you could just move the hotel room a couple of feet to the left or something to get better Wi-Fi, it'd be great. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with the internet. He's from the UK. It's all coronavirus. Oh, right. <laughs> to be honest, it might not be the Wi-Fi. It might be the onanistic tremors that I've created since I've uh, arrived in this hotel room. It's like, you know that bit in Jurassic Park when the fucking water starts moving? It's terrible, man. It's just, you sort of hope, you hope you're going to learn Spanish, you hope you're going to do, you know, evolve as a human being and you're like, oh no, and it's just brutal. Yeah, yeah. But, and the thing is, you can't talk to other people in isolation during your 40 minute walk to kind of, you can't like, you're right, are you, uh, are you touching yourself a lot? Do you know what I mean? Because straight away, 
the, ar- the army will get hold of you. And you know what I mean? And then, and then you'll be in like solitary in isolation. Can you imagine that? That... Right, right. Is this all going according to plan? Is that where you walked into two weeks of isolation with you? You just had a to-do list of going, I haven't had a wank in a while. It's really been banking up. I really, it'd be good to get through the the back catalogue of of wanking. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I was sold a lie because my agent in the UK said, it's really phenomenal out there. You know, they take you for day trips to the beach, but you're in a bubble. (laughs) And um, and I was like, wow, really? And he's gone, yeah, yeah, it's really great. And, and I literally got here and I was like, I, I went to the guy. It, Fanta comes out of the tap. Mate, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I went to the guy. There's a, there's an army officer downstairs. And I was like, what, when do the uh, the beach trips kick in? And he's like, nah, good one, mate. And I'm like, what? And it was this horrible moment where you're like, oh, what I have to eat in my room. Well, yeah, but only once, none of for the whole duration. Okay, right. <laughs> um, but the weird thing is, it's two weeks that's clearly quite tough psychologically. But then it, after that fortnight, you get to do gigs. And I haven't done <clears throat> full gigs in over a year. So it's. I was talking to Harley about it. It's sort of a bit like being in a dressing room for the longest time ever. Oh, yeah, right. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right and that's yeah. not, not to say I haven't wanked in any kettles and any dressing rooms before, <laughs> yeah, yeah. before you animals leap on Mate, we've, sh- we've shared a lot of dressing rooms and I know when not to come yeah. in. That's, that's, it's, that's less of a green room and more of a white room by now, I would have thought, after two weeks. <laughs> so what you're saying, Russ, at those gigs, you've got no excuse to flub any of your material. If people see at these New Zealand gigs a single word out of yeah. place, they will know yeah. this guy has no good reason for this. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, that, that's what's so exciting about it, that in your head, you're I'm preparing the perfect gig. But we know you can't possibly do that because you're going to come mm. out on stage like a man who's been in a dressing room for two weeks. Uh, like, you know, with, with a, 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 an intensity and a wildness and a willing to, willingness to share that might not go yeah. over on a Tuesday night in Auckland. <laughs> like, do, like yeah. do you know what I mean? But it's, it's a real, like, I'm clearly addicted to stand-up. And as is Harley, because Harley's doing the same thing. Harley's coming here in a month's time, mate, aren't you? That you're... Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be there like three days after you leave. So good, good mates then. <laughs> well, uh, after after listening to your story, I'm I'm just getting myself ready to get jacked, just flat out. <laughs> I mean, that, to be honest with you, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sat in my parents' Subaru Forester on the Sunshine Coast, so I'm furiously masturbating as well. It's uh, <laughs> really great. <laughs> Russ, you should have timed it so that you get out of the quarantine. The day that you walk out, you get into the car and get driven straight to the venue of the gig and walk straight out onto the stage in front of those thousands of people and that is your first moment out of the two-week quarantine. Yeah. That would be fucking incredible. To be honest, the first thing I'm going to need to do when I leave is to get an intravenous, uh, like, zinc drip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to come out fucking humming. So, yeah, yeah I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to see a doctor. <laughs> 
if you walk on stage, if 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 anyone out there is is goes to Russ's first gig uh, back in New Zealand and he walks out in his opener, he's pulling out his dick, pulling it, and dust coming out of it. You'll know. <laughs> you'll know why. You'll know what's happened. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the front row, get a good look at those calloused palms, and uh, you'll know. You'll know the story behind. It. I'm going to be. Sw- I'm going to be wandering on stage like a wonky Popeye. <laughs> That's the name of his penis. <laughs> but I'm. Um, but then, weirdly, it's you go through sort of moments. I'm here with my tour manager Kumar, who's just a brilliant bloke, and you kind of go like the very fact that I've got somebody to talk to in the yard. You do like your only exercise. You're allowed 40 minutes. You walk around in a circle, and that weirdly becomes a highlight. It's so strange that yeah. if, I'd have, yeah. if I'd have told yeah. you a year ago that I'd regularly be meeting up with my tour manager and going for a walk in the car park, you know, for an hour, and that would be... F- in New Zealand. Yeah. Mm. In a circle. Yeah, well, it's sort of that funny thing. For, for all the years and all the times that you've looked in a in a hamster's cage and gone, how the fuck do they live like that? You you suddenly go, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I do. I give anything for a little wheel right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at the hamster going, must be nice having that wheel. Yeah, a little reflection of uh, another human being, like budgies have, something like that. Yeah. To um, yeah, it's it's really, it's psychologically draining, but the excitement of doing a gig. A normal gig where people aren't sat two meters away and there's no masks is so so exciting. It's really strange. Are you are you are you the only person in the world doing this? Because I mean, New Zealand is basically the only place place that's open properly at the moment. So you're and you're the only international that's flown in specifically to do big gigs. Are you the world's only international proper comedian at this point? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm the, I, I think I'm the first. Yeah. I'm the first to kind of do gigs in New Zealand because weirdly I had these shows booked in, and then in November I was like, oh, "Should we just go? Let's just go to New Zealand, and um, and see, see how you do." It. And they're like, "Yeah, you've got to do two weeks." And I was like, "Okay, well, we're going to be locked down anyway." Um, and I said to my my wife's a doctor, and I was like, "Would that be okay for me to go?" And she'd like, she was like, "Yeah, that that would be fine." That would be absolutely fine because <laughs> right. she, she knows what I'm like when I haven't got stuff to do. So in a sense... Yeah, right, right. She's, she's had to wash out the kettle before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Harley. Um, <laughs> I didn't even say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, just uh, I was chatting to Russ the other day and um, uh, his lovely wife, Keris, is working on the front line of coronavirus in the UK and Russ mm. Ru- yeah yeah mm. clap that out right and Russ has some yeah. very important business of just going to God's country and sitting in a hotel for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. so <laughs> when she got when when she got home he was like I've got very important business to do so can you go to the other end of the house so I don't catch your filth yeah <laughs> I mean listen what was happened there Harley's very much Harley's put that through the prism of an Australian man and through his harsh through his harsh baritone sure that makes me come across as callous but if you listen if you listen to the way i said it as an englishman i said darling darling my darling um 
<laughs> you appear to have a runny nose and it would seem naive of us to be in such close proximity so how about how about you go upstairs for a bit and then i'll stay downstairs and then we can secure passage to the old world and i can perform stand-up yeah. comedy and she said she said my yeah. darling my darling how thoughtful of yeah. you not just for me but indeed for the new zealanders and i said yeah, I, yeah. and the, and she she went to clap me and i said don't you dare yeah. don't yeah, you yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you're like you're a frontline worker you've been yeah. getting to do your job for months now daddy yeah. needs this daddy yeah. needs these kids <laughs> yeah. to feel <laughs> to feel worthwhile yeah. it's, it's... they also laughed as the best medicine we're both doctors you know we're yeah. both on the same page yeah. well, what's what's funny about it is a, a few years ago i did a thing about how great the nhs was in the uk um, on TV and, uh, you know, it, it went down pretty well. So kind of whenever I go into a hospital now, people are like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks so much. And then there's there's my wife who has worked her fucking bollocks off. Do you know what I mean? And, and it suddenly, and she's like, he did one five-minute bit and all of you are fawning over the fucking idiot. But... Um, Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the point is, she was she was delighted to um, to sort of. It's sort of that weird thing. Is not to get too deep, but when you realise, like oddly, right at the beginning of the pandemic, she she was going to have a career break to come on tour with me, and then it obviously kicked off, and she was like, "I have to go back. I have to." So she did. But in the two weeks before that, she was climbing the walls because she had nothing to do. And it's sort of, that's the strange mm. thing about the, the sort of pandemic. When you realize for us, we have jobs that are, that also define us, like whether that's being a doctor or a comedian or a podcaster or whatever. Like oddly, it's, it's what you are. And when it's taken away, you're like, fuck, I haven't got anything without this. It's it's kind of like, mm, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a really you realise how lucky you are, and like all the times we've kind of moaned about, oh, the crowd aren't the crowd weren't great tonight. There's no such thing when the gigs come back because it's like in, in the summer I was gigging in car parks and fucking laybys. <laughs> I did a gig in a woods, so right. th- there is no such thing as oh, they're a bit off tonight. Like, do you, like, do you know what I mean? Like that, but yeah, but yeah. Russell, you realise that that's that's our career before the virus. That's the places we're gigging. <laughs> all, this, all this shit. So we did a show in a McDonald's party room once. Yeah. Like, there's no. <laughs> There's no changes for us. <laughs> if anything, we've got a bit of a boost. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's made all of our shit gigs a bit more credible. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but having said that, you weasels have been going to Thailand for years. Yeah. And yeah. so let's so yeah, let's, let's not let's not present the idea that you're a couple of fucking chances. Whatever you want to call yeah. this. It's clearly working yeah. for you. Like nobody it's saw a grift. it. Yeah. yeah, nobody saw we're it coming. We're successful grifters. Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. This is the snake oil. We're, hour. we're like we're like Trump getting into the presidency. We're, it's like, <laughs> how the fuck did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> we have social media to blame for this. Yeah. <laughs> Carl and Tommy are the Trump of Australian comedy. You heard it here. Yeah, first. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't get the gala next year. Our listeners will just be storming the comedy festival yeah. offices. <laughs> 
<laughs> Storm in the Palais, jumping through the window down there. Yeah, great. Jesus, great. they are going to break the floorboards. I've seen the size of your fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as they're ground, ground floor windows, they'll break through the windows, I think. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of fence climbing going on, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> well, let's, let's, go back to, let's go back to nicer times. Is the last time that you two saw each other? At your, I mean, at your, at your, maybe at the wedding, but at the Bucks, Bucks party in, in fabulous Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I can answer that because it was not at the wedding because when Russ uh, gave me the wonderful news that he was going to marry Karis after, I don't know, 25 years of being together, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he said, right, we're having the Bucks party in Vegas. I'm like, sick, that's great. And uh, obviously wedding in London. And I went, Phew, I've got a tough decision to make here because I can afford one of those trips. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and obviously my wife uh, was invited to the wedding. So I had to say, hey, Hannah, um, just want you to know I'm going to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Good luck at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah, so that that would be the that is the last uh, is that the last time, Russ? Yeah, that's the last time we saw each other. In it was yeah, it was the last time, and it was um, it was a majestic five days. And mm. yeah, what what's lovely is that there's so many stories from that. One of the oddest stories is that um, Al Pitcher, the Kiwi comedian who is now based in Sweden, uh, who's like a megastar now in Sweden. He decided to become a vegan. A that's de- up there with that's up there with being popular podcasters in Australia. But listen to this. He made he made the decision to become a a vegan the day before going to a stag do in Vegas with British men and an Australian <laughs> Australian comedian, and he was shown the respect you would imagine. That would happen. <laughs> so one of one of my yeah, favourite no. scenes. We were at this ridiculous pool party, and everyone's glamorous. And then there's me and my mates looking like fucking just corned beef and Scotch eggs in shorts, just looking <laughs> like rancid and sweaty and and English. And and you were there, Harley. Just to be clear. Well, Harley yeah. wasn't, <laughs> but Harley really, Harley really picked our average up by looking fabulous. So, so, right. so it looked like we were Harley's. And his wife there, side by side, obviously. But we looked like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah was there. It looked like yeah. we were Harley's sort of backing dancers, or like writers. Right. We were like we were like writers for like his Europop. But basically, right. So we're we're in the middle of this. We're dancing and the music's playing. And Steve Williams is eating a salad around picture. So whenever Al was near women or talking or anything, my friend Steve would appear with a bowl of salad and start eating it. And then he would have lettuce <laughs> thrown at him. It was fucking majestic. It was, it was so... And then, and Harley disappeared with my cousin Lee, and we don't know where they went. Well, th- this was a, a fun night. So it was one of our down nights. Like, we'd been out in the day. I think we'd played soccer, uh, and one of your good mates, the only American on the trip, uh, almost died as a result of yeah. playing soccer yeah. legitimately. Yeah. Um, what, was it that, what was it that happened to me? An aneurysm or something? Yeah, he had a pulmonary embolism. He tr- he's uh, 50, 
55 years old and he played football for two hours with a load of English men and um, <laughs> and then went out and then went out on the lash in a desperate attempt to uh, to uh, kind of uh, st- stay up with us ended up in a wheelchair being wheeled around for the whole week but refused to oh, stop wow I was, and then when I was going to say is he, was he was he declared dead and then they checked the VAR and he was uh, back to back, he was called away well, this is, well, he had a fucking he had a, <laughs> he had a fucking priest uh, at the uh, hospital in New York just come along and say oh, do, you, uh, do, do you want me to have a few words and he apparently told me that he just ushered a- away with his hand like that <laughs> Like a fucking, <laughs> like a bored medieval prince. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he, yeah. he died. Well, that night people were sort of taking it easier because we had the big pool party the next day, uh, and I just commandeered Lee, your cousin, uh, yeah. who's a wonderful man. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, again, I think if that man lived in the same country as me, we'd be thick as these. Fuck and yeah. I just sent, <laughs> Lee, we're, we're we're going down the dispensary. We're going to get some weed. And he's like, "Oh, I don't smoke weed." I'm like, "Yes, you do. We're in Vegas. Let's go." <laughs> so we walked down. We went into a bottle um, uh, to buy alcohol for the five minute walk. And just we're complete foreigners about it, and we're tipping the girl in the bottle. Oh, she's like, You don't have to do that. And I'm like, Great. We're loaded. So <laughs> just, we're, we're drinking cans of beer, walking down the strip in the opposite direction to where all the casinos are. So shit yep. was getting really hectic quickly. Like there was a. There was a really disturbed vagrant in the middle of the road just stopping traffic and me and Lee went over to him and just beckoned him off the road uh, with the offer of beer. We're like, come here, mate. You clearly need yeah. more of this and sat him down in the gutter. And You're then trying we, to tip him. Yeah, that's right. We're just giving yeah, tips yeah. to every American. <laughs> I heard it's bad over here. And then, good, good, good work being crazy. Have a dollar. You've actually excelled. Well, we found ourselves at the dispensary, and as you boys know, I'm a big fan of cannabis, and I, mm. I bought enough weed to last me a month, and I had three days left. Uh, right. uh, and I, and I don't regret it at all, and nor does my Uber driver on the way to the airport. Um, <laughs> he got some great gifts. We walk out, um, and I, I lit up this gargantuan joint the size of a Cuban cigar, and just handed it to Lee. And I'd sort of asked because the situation in in the US is you can actually pick what it is you want. You can say I want to feel this, I want this kind mm. of high, whatever. Mm. As opposed to Australia, where you go, hey, have you got any weed? They go, yep, and you go, cool, done. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'd got this massive joint. Um, smoked it, lead out a bit, and we're wandering along the road like we're, you know, in a film clip now, and then just heard this screech of tyres and looked beside us, and there's an eight-lane road, and uh, a, a black SUV uh, had been hit on the back corner by a blue sedan and spun around three or four times on the road. It was like, it was literally like we were in the, in the middle of a movie. I'm like, what's going on? Looking for the cameras. The guy that was hit in the black SUV gets out and jumps over the barriers to the highway and just runs into the fucking desert. And I went, well, you're dead now. I don't even know, <laughs> like, why you're running. You got hit, right? And so then, so then the guy that hits the car gets out and then Lee just got all wired up on it because he just had cannabis for the first time in a decade maybe and just was going hey we saw everything get back in the car like <laughs> any authority whatsoever <laughs> yeah, yeah. and 
And then the guy goes, no, 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 it's fine. They're both my cars. And we're like, fuck, I'm so too stoned for this. <laughs> and <laughs> what had happened is the, the guy in the black SUV had stolen it. So the other dude jumped in his wife's car and then just smashed both of his cars. Like fucking peak oh, America. Wow. Just amazing. Wow. And so then we just sat and went, mate, this is so Vegas. It's dinner and a show. So just sat there and watched yeah, as it all unfolded. Right. Yeah. And there's cops and security guards and everyone around. And then this old couple come up beside us and asked what was happening. And we told the longest version of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, and then at, at the end, and I've got this massive blunt that I'm just still token away on. And this lady, this American lady goes, just so you know, um, cannabis is legal to buy in Nevada, but you're not allowed to just walk around smoking. <laughs> Bit of decorum, please. Yeah. There's like a hundred police officers. I'm like, time to go. Great. I love this I love this thing that you've witnessed that's like this beautiful mix between Cirque du Soleil and a demolition derby. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. that's yeah. great. Yeah. Just cars smashing yeah. into each other but with a bit of backstory as well. That's incredible. <laughs> well th- this is what they didn't realise. They were actually taking part in immersive theatre. <laughs> All right. And, uh, All right. <laughs> they were sort of led, they were just led around. The best part was we we came we came back after this journey and we got back to the casino. Russ had gone to bed and a few of the boys were still up and had lost a, a ridiculous amount of money on the tables. And uh, we were just on cloud nine having the best time. And then like a proper Aussie, I just put five bucks in the pokes and won a hundred. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I went and bought a hundred dollars yeah. worth of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Now you're not hey, allowed to eat them in the street, hey, though. You can buy them, but you can't also, eat them. Also, the Carly, yeah, yeah, what yeah. what happens yes. in Vegas stays in Vegas. We'll edit out the taco story out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah, it's not exactly. cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. What was what was so great about it is that 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 was the beginning of uh, of the night for Lee, and Lee ended up uh, having a. Uh, a sexual experience with a lady that that began uh, at three o'clock in the morning in a McDonald's when this this young lady went up to him and stole his burger. And that's how it started. (laughs) Wow. And that's... Beautiful. And that's all all I'll say, but it's one of the... The next... Oh, I'll say heaps more. (laughs) (laughs) So we're both shooting heroin. (laughs) So I took my dick out of the taco and then I walked over. (laughs) But I'll fast forward to the end of the story that this young lady left the casino wearing uh, his underwear and one of his tops and and then that was the last we saw of her. And then he told us wow. he told us the story, and it was like being in a fucking street song, you know, when you're just like, "Oi, oi, oi, Lee Satchel, you bastard!" Like it was, it was absolutely exquisite. Yeah. So then, for for the rest of the stag do, whenever we went into a new bar, somebody would order a burger yeah. and yeah. would yeah. give him a, lot a of burger. Food based pranks going oh, on this, mate. On this yeah. But it was, yeah, there really you know, was. Do you know what was lovely about it is that that when you kind of go on your stag do, that you you realise that the friends that you've sort of acquired are a reflection of your personality. And you're sort of seeing all the Mm. different sort of ages of yourself and all the different aspects of your personality. And it's kind of this moment because you're looking at all your mates going, fuck, I think I'm all right. I mean, I'm fucking mad. 
but I think I'm yeah, all yeah. right. It's something quite sweet about it when you sort of see them sort of lined up. There was another lovely moment where these girls came into our cabana and they said, can we have some of your drinks? And we were like, yeah, fine. And then they said, can we eat some of your chicken? You're like, yeah, if you want. And then they started abusing my friend Steve Hall, saying he looked like Shane McGowan. And <laughs> and we let we let them stay and and i and it's so it's a real window because there's not one man that has that story where they've, they've wandered in to someone's cabana and gone can we have a few beers ladies and the girl's like uh yeah yeah all right fucking hell she's a pig isn't she you got any chicken <laughs> like it was just like, it, it was it was it was yeah. it was such a window into the that the, the men are like these girls are all right and they're being fucking they're stealing from us they're insulting yeah, yeah, my yeah. I think, to be honest, we were about to get rid of them until they referred to Steve looking like James (laughs) Gowan and like, right, you can stay. You're one of us. It was so funny. To go back to the... um the uh, your cousin picking up after the girl in McDonald's stole his burger. That's yeah. one of those things where, like, if that was if that was me in an interaction like that, where then we hook up, I'm doing whatever I can to end up with that woman forever because that is just such a great beginning of a relationship story. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, absolutely, you, you, that's the story that you want to be telling on the wedding day. Like, my friend went on a date uh, the other week and the date was like a bit of a fizzer and there was a group of guys sitting behind her on the date and she could hear them talking about the date, commentating the date and how fucked it was. And then as she leaves, she hears one of the guys go, God, what was she thinking? And I was like, you should have gone over and start a conversation with the guy that said that because that is a beautiful start to a relationship story. Yes. You know what I mean? I was yeah. getting roasted by my current husband on a on another date. Like you got to you got to look for those moments. Mm. Who cares about? I think a what you need. To, I think what you need to factor into Lee's story though is that this happened at three o'clock in the morning in Vegas <laughs> after a dispensary <laughs> visit and a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I, I think the girl that snatched that burger may not have been wife material. Chance. No, 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 no! You hit your wagon to that horse, and you just ride out the rest of your days yeah. in just blistering and uncertainty. Also, look, just edit out the bit of how much she cost. Uh, and just, just go on from that bit. And well, we already know how much she cost: his shirt and his underpants. Yeah, yeah, right, and, and a burger. Yeah, and burger. It was, uh, it was, it was maj- And then, and then I got married four weeks later, and my brother was uh, my best man. And my brother has got bravado like like you ain't never seen. Wonderful man. Just, and just a wonderful specimen of a human being. He suddenly transformed. He spoke. You know how people speak on like LinkedIn? Like mm. he suddenly started talking in a completely different way that nobody had ever heard. It was, so he was like going, oh, you know, it's a tremendous day. Uh, Keris, uh, absolute credit t- to your family. And, 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 and everyone's in the room going, what the fuck is he talking? Like that. And then my brother, my brother goes, yeah, we had a, uh, you know, a uh, fairly unusual childhood. And my dad went. That's, oh no! My dad went. That's because I didn't love you. And, <laughs> and the the room went <clears throat> like that. It, yes. And then in one moment, that everyone in the room realised why I was a stand-up. They were like, it was this moment where everyone went, ah, oh, 
(laughs) So that's the dynamic. And my brother just did this beautiful speech. It was the thing about getting married. All the cliches are true. eh? It's just, it was such a great day. It was so wonderful. Um, Russ, you're, you're, we can see you in the Zoom window, you're wearing a, a Liverpool top at the moment. It reminds me, I, um, I was out the other day, uh, what was it, a week, week and a half ago or so. Um, you support Liverpool, I support Liverpool. You, you famously gave us some, some tickets to go and see the game, which is still... The, the highlight, I'll, I'll make the call, the highlight of 2020. There was a lot of great things that happened last year, but that was, that was the best bit. Um, hard to pick out a highlight, but I've done it. Yeah, um, yeah. But the other day, um, I, I got up, of course, the, the matches are pretty early over in Australia, so I got up, watched the match. Um, very disappointing draw. Very frustrating draw I saw uh, the other day, and um, I, I was in a shit of a mood. And so the, the game's finished by about eight o'clock, nine o'clock our time. Mm-hmm. So I got up and went for a run, and I've got I've got the full. I, I'm a bit of a full kit wanker. I go running, and I've got the hat, I've got the shirt, I've got the jacket, I've got the shorts. Lovely image. I yep. go off and, g-string, and, and and when I'm and when we have a bad result, I sort of I sort of take it as I take it to heart. I go out there and I'm I'm running up a hill going. I'm going to fucking kill this hill because, you know, this is what these cunts should have done to get us the three points instead of the one point. Fuck this. And I'm running up the hill going fucking psycho. <laughs> and then I, I go for the full run and I'm on my way home and I'm I'm still really shitty because also Manchester United have got three points as well. So they'd caught up a little bit on mm-hmm. I come down the final hill and I can see this guy coming towards me, full kit wanker. In Manchester United gear, Ooh. and so I'm still I'm still furious, and I'm nearly finished my run, and I'm all fucking psyched up, mm. and I'm getting closer and closer to him, and I just see him, and from a little, from about ten meters away, I just go, boo, <laughs> dude, boo, and I start I start booing this guy at eight thirty in the morning, and I'm like, it's just the headspace I'm in. I start booing him very loudly, and I just see the guy's eyes just open. He looks at me, and just when I go past him, as I've finished booing him for 10 seconds, he goes, oh, I love the podcast. See, this is the predicament about being such a big public figure, mate. That, that yeah, you, I know, you, I know. You, but mm. you, you have to think about the way you act. But we must never, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we must never ever lose that from football. Like, yeah, there's something about, like, one of my my footballing highlights. Um, it, it was it was more than a boo. It was so. It was so. It, this sums up kind of lower league football. I went to watch Bath City play um, some team Boxing Day two years ago. There was quite a heavy set goalkeeper. And there was a 12-year-old boy behind the goal. There's probably about 300 people in the crowd max. The heavyset keeper picks the ball out of the net, looks up to this 12-year-old boy and says, did you have a good Christmas? <laughs> and the, 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 what? the 12-year-old boy looked at him and went, looks like you did, you fat cunt. and it it was it was it was football that that is football it's like there is no there's no world in which that's acceptable it's not allowed and yet somehow it was he was protected by the majesty and you see the goal the the goalkeeper looked at him as if to say you've got me there I have I have (laughs) I have to respect I have to respect the artistry 
And uh, sim- oh, yeah. also, sim- what, what, a, what an absolute Christmas present that the goalkeeper's given that kid. Like, yeah. what was yeah. he thinking was going to be the answer? That's just a beautiful setup. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Well, it was like, <laughs> weirdly, we had, talking of giving footballers open goals, I interviewed ex-Liverpool player Jamie Redknapp on my TV show, and I got people to send in questions for him. And one of the questions was from my mum. And she says, hello, Jamie, big fan. Um, I just want to know what your guilty secret is. And then I show that to Jamie and he <laughs> says, well, now it's your fucking mum. And it's just like, well, <laughs> well I, I, I walked into that. And it's just a moment where you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're beautifully outwitted by a footballer. In front of the nation, yeah. you just got to take that shit on the yeah. chin. Yeah, it was um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt, I mean, that podcast listener, Carl, he's kitted up that morning. He knows the pod. He knows who you go for. He knows the result. Yeah. He's he's gone out thinking, be fucking great if I run oh. into Chando. He, I reckon, he's done it as that's like a, an that's exhilaration. A thing. He's gone fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, right. he probably was just rock hard putting the gear on, going, he's gonna see me and he's gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. And now, but pasting from the king. And now he's gonna hear himself being spoken about on the uh, on the podcast and and yep. it's going to yeah. make him feel happy and he's probably just pulled the noose off right now and he's thought Do you know what yeah I, yeah I, yeah I, I can, he's, I can he's probably going he's probably going he's probably going full russell howard in his bedroom i reckon he's cracked open the kettle yeah. and absolutely yeah. filled it yeah <laughs> it's yeah i mean it's rare that you can say of one of our listeners that a noose would be the way that they'd be able to do it but yeah, uh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to get yeah, a noose no, around three three chins, I would have thought. But, yeah. They don't exactly strike me as people with marine qualities. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Russ, last time we had you on, we yes. were talking about the uh, the sex doll that someone had made of yep. you. And yeah. uh, this this was a story that um, I remembered the other day from uh, from growing up. We When I was in high school... We had a friend in our group. Did either of you guys have this friend in your group? The kid who just gets like super testosteroneed up and like horny before anyone else in your kind of circle of friends really has. The person that becomes like interested in sex way too early. Did you have that guy? We certainly did. Um, Mine was called Scott and he has since found Jesus. Continue. Oh, nice. (laughs) Wow. Harley, what about you? Oh, that was definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you were this kid, right? Scotty no, Green. it wasn't at Scotty all. But Green. yes, I did have that. I did have those uh, those uh, a couple of mates like that at school. But I I was the opposite of Russell's mate because I uh, yeah. had found Jesus by force, uh, right. and so uh, all of all of my sexual energy were, was uh, repressed uh, uh, by dogma. Um, right. So I, I didn't even lose my own virginity until 22. I did try. I just wow. couldn't uh, seem to get rid of it. Wow. You were you were you were, you were going up the bush finding copies of the Bible instead of pornos. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. You're on the other end of the spectrum where you're that guy like getting horny late in life, like in your late 30s, where everyone's like, "This is weird, yeah. man. Like, stop yeah. talking about fucking so much. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop pausing movies you've taped off SBS when you're 34. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got the same bit of. Uh, Bit of a uh, Kmart catalogue just folded up in my wallet that just does the trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kids' toy section. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we had that kid in uh, in our group of friends and it was when I was in like, I guess year nine or so, it was his birthday coming up and we we're trying to think of something funny to get him and so we all thought, let's get him a sex doll. This is a funny prank because he's like super into like horny stuff and you know, it's at that age where... Yeah, he's trying to bring out pornos and we're all just still kind of clinging to adolescence a bit. Just like, yes. no, nah, we're, we're good with the Tonka trucks, thanks, mate. Like, he's yeah. he's trying to pull us into that world a bit early. So we decide, yeah, we'll get him a sex doll. But then, you know, none of us can get it. Like, we're all children. Yes. And so I don't know how – I don't know what made me think that this was a good idea. But what we ended up doing was we got my dad to go into the sex store and buy a blow-up sex doll for my 13-year-old friend. Wow. And, 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 he, and he did it. Bizarrely enough, he did it. I don't remember any... I don't remember who's, any... Who's weirder in this story, you or your dad? His fucking oh, dad. Oh, definitely your dad. It's his fucking like, yeah. dad. It's just like... That's a straight red. That's a straight red. You're, and that, like, that's, that's also a, a real dad of one kid thing to do. Like a dad right, of more than right, one right. kid wouldn't right. be pulling that shit. But your dad's so fucking bored because he's only got one yeah. kid. He's like, yeah, fuck it. But it's also... I'm imagining the small talk in the shop when your dad's a bit embarrassed he's like oh, don't worry it's for my son and his mates like, <laughs> like yeah, like, yeah 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 it's for a 13 year old boy it's not for me it's a bit of a it's a bit of a prank present because one of his uh, one of his mates is sex obsessed so actually while I'm here give us two of those butt plugs <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> you, you, you got any yeah. you got any handcuffs because this kid's a fucking maniac yeah yeah see you later Brian <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just like <laughs> Wow. Also, I love the idea. It's like uh, it's a bit of a prank. We're going to buy buy this sex doll for a kid who's really horny. Mm. That's not really a prank. That's just a doll well, that a kid is going to fuck. Yeah, but that's the, pr- the prank, prank was knowing that it was going to be open in front of family and everything. That, right. that was the prank oh, element. Right. Like, yeah, it'll kind yeah. of stitch him up in front of his parents okay. and, and all that sort right. of stuff. Yeah, right. But Russ, I think you're, you're spot on. I think I do believe that that's, that was verbatim the uh, the interaction that dad had. I think he did explain that it was for his child's f- young friend. Right. Because I remember pitching it to him and thinking that I might have to kind of get it over the line by explaining how funny it would be. And I remember dad just like immediately being into it because he was like, oh, yeah, there's a Club X just, like, on the block next to work, so right. I can just pop in on my lunch break. Like, right. as long as it was convenient for him. Yeah. What, he was just, he was just it's like, right into yeah. it and happy to do. That is phenomenal. Like, I... I yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm envious, but also horrified at the same time that you sort of have that kind of relationship with your dad where, mm. where you can just kind of go, uh, you know... Like, I used to... I was scared shitless of my dad. Like, do you know what I mean? So the idea that I kind of go, it's a bit of a funny thing. Um, yeah, we need to, we need a blow. I mean, up, we need a blow up Betty for Scott. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you actually, remember? Actually, what I've did got he a get? few mates. I've got a few horny mates. Here's a shopping list. Yeah, if you can uh, just go down and get yeah. me about twelve pornos. I mean, I'm scared of my now retroactively remembering the story. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, now yeah, that yeah. now that I'm kind of putting together in my head what kind of what kind of a man this is that's going to be happy to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, getting yeah. scared of him. But I've got to. You have to respect the prank because the courage it took for you to kind of knock on your dad's. I'm imagining Stutty, he's there, he's kind of, um, yep. 
you know, he's he's hard at work. He's trying to get a promotion. You yeah. you knock in, you go. Join right, a building. You're right, Dad. Yeah, is a couple of uh, couple of bucks. Can you go and get a a sex doll? And your dad says, "Yeah, I'm willing to do that." They go, they get the sex doll. The sex doll then gets wrapped up, uh, and then mm-hmm. it's delivered. It's a brilliant prank. Now you can order it. I, I could order exactly. Fi- yes. I could order fifteen sex dolls to this hotel, and <laughs> yeah, and I could yeah. I could I could to video myself. I could video myself making love <laughs> to every single one of them, and I'd become an overnight sensation. And it's easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas the effort, <laughs> yeah. the effort it would have taken uh, uh, twenty years ago for me to convince somebody outside to bring in a sex doll through through yes. nothing other than mime. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is the world yeah, we live I in. Mean, the world's too easy. Yeah. I remember pitching it to my dad and he because he knew this friend of mine For- who was around at the house a lot. And I think so, so kind of ubiquitous was this kid's early onset horniness that I remember dad just getting it immediately. Like, me just going, <laughs> hey, we think, it, we think this will be funny. Like, we want to get him a sex doll for his birthday. And dad just going... Ah, yep. All right, I can yeah. help with this. Yeah. Like he, he, you know, he was just across it. You know. Yeah, he was over. He was. He's been over. He'd, he'd been noticed like rooting your your, your couch cushions right. at your birthday party. Right, there'd been some sleepovers. There yeah, was probably yeah, yeah. some dodgy washing up that Mum had had to do at yeah. some point or another. Yeah. <laughs> the difference between our upbringings, too, Tommy, is like at thirteen, you've got your dad walking into a knock shop to get you a blow up doll. <laughs> at the same age, my dad was petitioning to shut down the new sex shop that had just arrived in Country Queensland, and everyone was like. Oh, Oh, wow. oh, Reverend, fuck off. <laughs> Stay in your lane, mate. We, we Where are we going to get our prank birthday presents? <laughs> it's, it's sort of that thing. That, can you imagine, though? Like, I've never, I've never, and, and hopefully never will, um, make love to a, a sex doll. But I think we're talking instant regret if you ever did. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it would just be that that moment. And Mm. we were on about this the other day because you can now get, there there was on the TV show, you can get really realistic, like, robot ones. But, like, how could you be 100% certain they wouldn't sort of malfunction and then just, like, march you out into the street? Do you know what I mean? Like Wallace and Gromit. It was style. Everyone could see you. You're like hanging off it like that. Yeah, the wrong pussy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's the wrong pussy, Gromit. It's the wrong... Yeah. And I, I, I don't think you're ever coming back from that. Do you know what I mean? If you've literally... You're getting fucking pegged down the road in front of all your oh, neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tommy mean, knows I'm, all about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a person who covers up the webcam on my computer, you know, before I jay off in front of it. Like, imagine the robot sex doll coming to life and just fucking beaming you out over the, you know, over the internet. That'd <laughs> or, be my. I'd be taping up its eyes just in case it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in case it's going live. Or when they go, when they become sentient and all the robots sort of you know, figure out what's happened to them. And then a few of the sex dolls are going, that's him, that fucker there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, the end of the story is then, so this guy, he opens the present and he's wrapped, like he's, you know, it's very funny. Um, And yeah, clearly would have just been obliterating that thing. Like also, by the way, did you, when your dad bought it, did you, pay for it did you give your dad money for a sex doll yeah we all or chipped did... in yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Right, then right. he then he's on me he's like can you chase up you know it was like me and four mates he's like can oh. you get the cash from them oh right for the sex doll because right. we all went like yeah he was still your dad was like chasing little wobsy for for seven <laughs> yeah, bucks for or money for the, yeah, <laughs> for right, the sex right. doll yeah <laughs> yeah so it's a bit like this friend of mine opens it in front of the party 
and and immediately you could tell a vibe of like everyone get out. I right, want to have. Right. I want you know because it was like <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like a like, wow. we were staying over or something. Wow. It was just like Fuck me. no, I want to. Which yeah, I, I mean I can understand. Like, now the prank, wait, the like, prank backfire. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this is the most thoughtful gift I've ever gotten. Yeah, genuinely, genuinely. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I, I, I he can't started, remember when he, I love the idea that he started crying tears of joy and he used those as lube, that fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then like a couple of months later, he was round at our house. And, um, Stinking yeah. and, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he came around to thank your dad, the matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pre- pretty much. I can't remember where. I assume we must have told him that that's how we got it because, he, you know, uh. that's – You've got it. You have to ask the question. Like, you Fuck know, it's, yeah. it's there's no way we could have gotten story. out. So I think he knew. So he <laughs> yeah. comes around, and um, Dad's just kind of like he comes around your house, presumably stinking of burnt basketballs. The stench that, of like just that, <laughs> like a thousand oh, yeah. balloons that have been. Re- <laughs> 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 Yeah, because we gave. Oh, just I'm remembering details about this story on the fly. I remember because we, you know, you want that like cartoon looking sex, you know, like the classic blow up, like mouth, mouth open. open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and all, and and then Shot. dad's dad's in the store. No, no, sorry, Cupid, not dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, dad's in the store calling me, going like, "Hey, they're trying to upsell me. They've got these like more Fuck realistic it. looking oh, ones. All right. If you guys want to chip in a bit more and get him that, I, it's like I didn't know that people worked in sex shops were so good at their job. That's that's excellent. <laughs> Just yeah. in the change room. How are you going for size in there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything fit. <laughs> so yeah, he he's on the phone. He's like, yeah, the guy's telling me that this one's better, and if you boys chip in another ten bucks each, and I'm like, no, dad, it's got to be. Just the standard, you know, yeah. teen movie, like the classic, yeah. like what everyone pictures in their head of the sex. Which, yeah, to to make love to that back in the day would have been brutal. Like mm. that's not a realistic, no. it's just in a oh, yeah. fold of just, blo- oh. anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, he, so then, yeah, a couple of months later, he's at our house uh, hanging out and, you know, dad, dad can't help himself, as I'm sure you can probably get from all the other details in the story. And he comes up to my friend and he's like, did you like the gift? <laughs> and my friend just like all of a sudden, like it's it's not very funny anymore. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks for that. And then dad goes, yeah, thought I'd um thought I'd get it out of the box before I gave it over to you oh, and give it a bit no. of a test run myself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, I, and to this day, I'll, I'll never know if that was a joke or not. Like, <laughs> it's... Pretty, oh, that was not a yeah, joke. Yeah. That is definitely <laughs> happening. Like the the readiness of your father to go. Oh yeah, there's just a club X down the end of the street. No shit, mate. Yeah, you yeah. go in there <laughs> on the way home from work. <laughs> yeah, Dad, yeah. it was meant to be fifty bucks, but uh, it says here uh, uh, loyalty discount. Yeah, We've yeah. only had to pay twenty five. <laughs> what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you went in there once. Why is there nine stamps on your card? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's my uh, that's my twisted dad. Yeah. That's my beautiful twisted that, dad. That is that's terrible. Like lot- all of a sudden, he's been hell for leather on that thing, and then gone. Oh, this is fucking used. My my the love of my life's been around the block a few times. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm Eskimo brothers with my friend's dad. Yeah, <laughs> but I to be honest, the, I, I sense from your friend like a real like when your dad said that kind of go. Yeah, I used it once before. I sense your mate going. Yeah, she's good, isn't she? 
Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, I can't Im- yeah. I can't imagine yeah. he's freaked out by it. he seems like I mean I don't know the kid but he yeah. seems like such uh, such a pervert like that moment right. when but the moment you're at a party and you go oh there you go you got a, you got a blow up doll and he goes okay right everybody out like that is like to have that you- level of confidence to go seriously everyone fuck off because but mate you're not going to have sex with this because that's going to ruin your life yeah <laughs> Listen, uh, what if I what if I put the pieces together and realise that then him and my dad had just started spending all this extra time together after yeah. that, just hanging out, yeah. cruising for yeah, cruising for couch cushions and <laughs> other inanimate <laughs> objects that they can yeah. both <laughs> their yeah. way with. Yeah, you may you yeah. may you may heard that when oh that that's where she learned all those tricks. <laughs> Cheers, Mister Olsop. Yeah, yeah, with an older man. Yeah, yeah. oh a, yeah, yeah, right. Bit of an yeah. experienced yeah. lover. Oh, anyway, I need a cold shower after retelling that one. I feel fucking <laughs> disgusting reliving that part of my childhood. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, who would have thought Who would have thought your dad that's writing his own porno uh, would have done that <laughs> with you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. And now, yeah. and, th- and, th- and the thing is, that, that doll is probably somewhere in the ocean floating. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. In, in my mind's eye, that's what Greta Thunberg imagines. Yeah, yeah. She thinks, yeah. Of, she thinks of plastic pollution. It'd be great. She goes, if, imagine if that's in her next talk. Tommy Daslow's father bought a, a heavily plastic sex. Wow. Well, you never know. It could have been, uh, could have been crushed up and turned into a Coke bottle, you know? Yeah. What, what does your dad do when he's not enabling uh, minors? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's in adult entertainment. <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's an architect. Wow, what a fucking! Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's for me that's the most mind blowing part of the story that you've got a relationship like that where, and it's the confidence of your dad to take a to make a phone call. Presumably, when you go into a sex shop, fucking in out. Who's fucking yeah. door? Who's dawdling? Who's kind of? Oh yeah, you can get a better one. All right, give me five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to ring up my child. Like it's. <laughs> it's, like, it's it, the person. The person I'm buying for buying this for is in bed at seven o'clock. So I've just, <laughs> I just got to get time to wake him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're harrowing place. Those sex shops too. Like, have you been in, Russ? Have you walked into a sex shop? I've been in a weirdly. I've been in a sex shop in in Auckland years ago when I was 22 but that and I've been in one with my mum for a TV show yeah there, there's a lot going on oh and I'm the weirdo yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well I'd imagine one of the main reasons you're not going in is because you get recognised absolutely everywhere you go and that's not really the place you want to get recognised sure when sure my second child my, Hannah and my first child together um, I've made some mistakes Anyway, uh, when, sounds, like, sounds like you could have done, done with a doll at some stage, I think, instead. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a doll would have been a lot better result. I would have had a fucking ten-year-old balloon. Not, anyway, yeah. So you'd still have your and you'd still have your car and your clocks. Yeah, that's right. Well, oh, it was great. It took us an hour to get to that fucking. <laughs> And to be honest with you, my current wife, which is the worst term ever, current wife, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> has taken off with my car and I'm in my parents' oh, no. car. So, you know. Great. But when, yeah. when Walter turned one, 
I thought I, I was at Adelaide Fringe and I thought I've got to get a gift for the one-year-old. I'm like, well, why bother? Because he's one. Um, he's not going to remember. It's actually Henna that needs the gift. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'll, I'll get her a sex toy. That's a wonderful thing. We we made him with sex. I'll buy her a sex toy. It's romantic. It's lovely. So I've right. left my hotel room to uh, go into this uh, sex shop up in um, on Hindley Street in Adelaide. Anyone who knows it knows that Hindley Street is, is, a, is a very um, – it's the high street of Adelaide. And I've walked in and I was already uh, like nervous and paranoid about walking in there for no good reason. I'm a grown adult. There are legal shops. I'm allowed to be in there. I have, I never, pretty much never get recognized. And I walk in the door and this guy that was just looked greasy came out from behind a whole thing of dildos and just went, oh my God, it's Harley Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, fuck it out. Are you serious? <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, so. I that's said, your, just wow. wrap up the best dildo you've got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Oh fuck! And, and plus, I got to get some for Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wrap up the best dildo you've got, and then he leaves. He's like, "Shit, I forgot." Um. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Something for Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's my dad. Uh, my dad, in in answer to uh, what he does, Russ. Yeah, he's an architect. He designed a whole bunch of stuff at the Melbourne Zoo. Uh, so, you know, folks listening, next time you're there, if you're checking out the monkeys and the little enclosure that they're in and you're going like, wow, imagine coming up with this. I wonder what kind of mind could have possibly designed this. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that. The, the monkeys are all in a fucking dildo cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, yeah. Hang on. The, the, is, that a, is that a double-ended dildo that those two apes are fighting with? What? Pig. Yeah. <laughs> why, is the, why is the monkey enclosure shaped like a dildo going in and out of the cassowary enclosure that's shaped like a pussy? That's a, I, what a weird feature this zoo has. I love that your dad's. I love the the fact that your dad's an architect for for monkeys. That's fantastic. He's working his way up to humans. That's what they yeah, start you out on. You're like, what does your dad do after you found out he's bought a blow-up doll for a 13-year-old? He's an architect. That doesn't fit. Oh, he's an architect for monkeys. No, that's it. checks out. Yeah, well, we're hoping his architecture evolves one day. Yeah. <laughs> and his sense of morality. But I love the idea as well. I love the idea that your dad's kind of, he's going in and he's like showing the blueprints to all these monkeys. And he's like, oh, we could do this, and we could have that, and we can. Have, and they're like, mate, just fucking give me a tire and fucking swing it, yeah. all right? We don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't need you. We don't need your fancy dad. I don't care what uni you went to, mate. Keep it yeah. fucking yeah. simple. We're monkeys. Yeah. We don't need the slide. Yeah. I've designed. I've designed. I this remember. Thing. Put elbow room. This is the butterfly house. There's no fucking elbows. Here, <laughs> it's fine as is. <laughs> I did. Um, I did a gig at a zoo couple of years ago now and you know when you're kind of riffing and you're in such a level of confidence that you go i'll just abandon my stuff and we'll just get into it and i was performing to all these people that worked at the zoo and i said you know the gorillas back there and they're all like yeah 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 i said do you ever find yourself just looking at them thinking let's see what they're capable of do you know what I mean? Like, and like, you look at you look at the penguins. Let's say you've got an old penguin that's dying. 
Do you not think, fuck it, let's sling him in there and see what these fuckers can do? <laughs> and, mate, I've never died as hard on that in my fucking life. They were, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but, like, top, top shelf, like, horrified. I couldn't move them beyond it. Like, are you suggesting yeah. that we should get a gorilla to rip a penguin? No, 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 no. I'm just, you know, I'm just, just saying. But I, I still maintain it. If, if you knew the penguin was dying... I'd fucking yeah. love to see a gorilla rip it to pieces. <laughs> like, and I, I couldn't, right. I couldn't get beyond it of like any dying yeah. animal, any dying animal, yeah. any, any dying right, so human. So the diagnosis love... comes back. He's got penguin cancer. Let's just euthanize him by yeah, chucking him. I'm saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I've got, rather than, rather than leave it alone, I started then working yeah. up like different, and thinking that the animal was the problem. But then I was going like, you know, it's a really old lady and she's on her deathbed and you can't afford the funeral. <laughs> Let's see what this fucker can do. <laughs> oh, if you're your thinking that you're just going to find the animal that they hate enough that they're going to be like this yes, is what we I was agree. thinking alright now we're on yeah and if, if your dad had been there he'd have made me a monkey prison I love the idea that. also in, in comedy in comedy like what you did was called a, you know, like a corporate gig and people go man corporate gigs are so hard and you've gone you know what let's see if I can make it harder yeah. Yeah. let's see if I can make it way harder than it needs to be yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm up at an accounting firm what if you guys just like came in here with an Uzi and started yeah, fucking yeah. shooting up the place. Yeah. What would that be <laughs> like? <laughs> All right, we'd better uh, wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Russell Howard, Harley Breen, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Russ, you have got your New Zealand tour starting, I think, basically when this comes out. You'll be a free man. You'll be up there on the stages uh, to packed theatres in New Zealand. So, Hopefully. Yeah, go, yeah, and, yeah. go and, and check I, that out if you're in I the might, country. I might even be doing some gigs in... Um, in Australia, um, well, which ooh. which hopefully by then I might be doing some gigs in uh, in Brisbane, maybe, but we don't know. But then, ooh, but if not, wow. if not, I'll be doing the gigs in in July, and hopefully the world will be in a better place, and I can come and see you. And when I do see you, know this now, I I, I am going to have a suitcase bulging full of uh, sex dolls. Oh, and that, man, that's 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 good because I thought you were going to say come. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a good result. No. <laughs> Normally, Russ, I would assume you were saying that for comedic effect, but uh, the last time you made a promise on this podcast, it was that you'd pay Kappa to wear, uh, I believe, lipstick and straightened hair over to the UK, and then you came good and gave him the money. So now I'm fucking yeah. terrified of yeah. the next time I see you. <laughs> you uh, you've, made, you've obviously made a vow to wreck every comedian in Australia's lives at some point. So uh, here comes number two. <laughs> no, no, I'm just. Not but I need to find Tommy's dad. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could link you guys up. Great. Not bragging, but I got his <laughs> number. Great. Well, hopefully, um, yeah, yeah. But to the future, eh? Well, I hope I hope I get to see you all soon, man. It's yeah. Like, but then the weird thing is, 2020 obviously horrific, but Liverpool did win the league. So what are you gonna do? Mm. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, it's a tricky year. one, isn't it? Good year. She's a tricky. Yeah. One. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Harley Breen, you got stuff that you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, uh, I don't cut out again. My my wife keeps stealing my my ex wife keeps stealing my reception. So uh, <laughs> uh, comedy. <laughs> um, look, we're we're attempting to put our put our tour on. Um, 
Uh, I'm in Sydney at some point. Uh, go to my website. Uh, like it's the third time we've tried to put it on. Um, I have something coming out later in the year, which uh, is fun. That I also hope I can make it to to fucking record because again we keep shifting the dates on that. So it's just a hard thing to to plug. To be honest with you, just go, like keep abreast of it on on HarleyBreen.com. Great. Yes. Keep an eye out yeah. for that, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. And they've done it again. Oh, boy. Um, UK media superstar Russell Howard fucking the audio. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, First time for everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Love Zoom. Love getting back into the world of Zoom. Oh, God. This um, might be the... uh, I think this is the most editing that an episode of this has ever needed. Well, I'll tell you this much. It's the first time I've ever had to take out... um, an air conditioner of both a room and a car in the one recording. Oh, wow. Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, well, good work, Tommy. Um, but, yeah, fuck. Fuck soon. Um, Brutal. And also, yeah, this you can't tell from listening to it, but my God, some of the worst connection shit we've ever had <laughs> in our... In our yeah. in our brief but turbulent Zoom careers, yeah, yeah, it's um, I, you know, I, th- I think it's a fun episode without, but, but you know, it, yeah, being in the room is is always a lot more fun. But hey, speaking of being in the room, we've got live shows coming up. So talk about you know talking about you know listening to four people that are in the room. Imagine being in the same room as those as four those people. four. Imagine those four people being in the same room and then you being in the same room as them. And in fact, five people being on stage. Yes, exactly. Mm, so yep. what what we're referring to, of course, is at the top of the show we said we're doing a run. Every year we normally do a run in Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, March, April. We do four shows. We didn't do it last year. Can't remember why. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're doing it in 2021. Uh, March into April, every Saturday at the European Beer Cafe in Melbourne. Um, check on our website or our socials for all the details. Yep. Now, look, to be completely honest, um, they may well be gone, but have a have a quick look um, because we put them on sale first. It's a nice little, um, I guess, a lure uh, to get into our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash little dumb dumb club, we offered it to those guys first, mm-hmm. Patreon subscribers, and, and they nearly all went just to those guys. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so a, a nice little um, nice little heads up, early heads up for them, and a bit of a fuck you for the rest of you, you absolute freeloading cunts. Exactly. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, go check that out there. Yeah, there may not be any left by the time this comes out. But, there, might, uh, there might be one or two, so um, ha- have a quick look. We're recording this basically... Tuesday afternoon for a, for a Wednesday morning release, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I think as of now there there's there's probably a couple of dozen left, and that's about it for the four, uh, and not for one show or anything. Two there's of two them shows are sold, sold out, out already. Yeah, yep. the first and the the first one and the last one are sold out. Someone then, uh, um someone made us improve our security. Uh, for all the talk at this point last week in talking dum dum of, of me checking the numbers by just adding a lot of tickets to the basket and sort of walking away and it coming up as sold out and not realizing that someone decided to do that this morning funny bugger style and uh, yep. bre- breached our security. So we fixed that up. You can't do that anymore with our with our tickets. But um, I did think that the other day that oh someone could do that now and and I thought to myself surely not surely. I reckon it took about fifteen minutes for someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Just sold out all our shows out and stopped people. As we, as I, just absolutely put it all over our social media. An absolute waste of time. As someone, just uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, reserved all those tickets. Well, because the annoying thing is, on my end, when I look at the reports, it doesn't show up as sold out there. Mm. It says to me, "Hey, yeah. there's like fifteen tickets left, or yeah. whatever." Yeah. All it does is 
stop people from being able. So you're not pranking us. Mm. You're not really pranking well, us. Well, you the are. Of you're like depriving us of sales. Well, well, yeah, you're depriving us of sales. But we're not looking at it and going, "Oh, goody gumdrops." It's more like then we're getting messages going like, "Oh, this is sold out," and going, yeah. "Oh, actually, no, it's not." That is that is still a prank. I well, think that still counts as a prank. If well, we're not if sure. we're not getting any money and we're getting messages of annoyed people. That means that that we're being pranked. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, we've, we've that, that breach of security has been fixed. So fuck you, you dumb fuck. Hacker, mm-hmm. we we we're back and grow up. Mm. Well, yeah. Look, don't grow up too much yeah. that you stop listening. You probably this podcast. stop listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly hope. You know, you would like to hope that the person that's done that prank, at the very least, they have then gone back and bought a ticket. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I much. said. I didn't say. I thought it would happen. <laughs> I said you'd like to hope that. Yeah, they yeah, have. yeah. I do like to think that. Yeah. you're right. There I'd I like am. to hope that I'll I get don't have much confidence. slurped off by Pammy at some stage oh. in my life. Not saying I think it's going to wow. happen, but I'd like to hope. That is that is nice, actually. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah, I imagine. I think she's had a bit of work talent recently. Okay. I, I remember she, I remember reading a quote of her going, I would never go under the knife. I would never do anything like that. Oh, wow. And it's like pretty rich coming from someone with the, the bra size has radically changed over the yes. years. You don't say you're not going to go under the knife. We, mm-hmm. we, we know you have. Yeah. Uh, not complaining, just observing. Yep. Um, but um, she has – I've noticed she's, there's been a little bit of a change to her face. And okay. f- fair enough, I'm just, I'm just noticing that she's gone against what she did say. And uh, she's, she's looking a little bit more like the uh, – she's defying time at the moment. Like it's, uh, she's well, looking a little bit more like Pammy of old. Okay. Well, because if someone's had Botox, mm. that's not the knife. So by you saying, I don't use Botox. Okay, mm. but I'm saying that's a worker. Someone going, I would never go under the knife, mm. and then they're just getting the sweet injection. Yeah, they're free on a technicality. They're like, no knives involved. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's Botox. You reckon there's been a bit of uh, a little bit of, little bit of nip and tuck. It's okay. fine. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you know that's your job. If your job's your appearance, yep. fair enough. Absolutely. But uh, just just interesting to note when you you have such an icon like that, and, yep. and they change their look, you can't help but notice. Yeah, I wonder. I do feel like it's getting a bit more open now. With I, I feel like there are a few more celebs these days that are fine with being open about like, yeah, I've had work done. Right. I feel like her era was a lot more like you had to like, like you couldn't ever have anyone find out that you had work done. Right. And I feel like it's kind of changing a little bit. I think, you know, because I, I ultimately think, who gives a fuck? Just get the work done. Who cares? People are uh, doing it. Earlier now, though, I think. Yeah. You what you see them doing instead of waiting until you know something's fucked, right? And then fixing it. People are doing it early, so you don't know you don't notice anything's getting fucked. Yeah, and you photographed a lot, like with social media, mm. your image is out there like more constantly and more frequently. And do it more subtly and more often, and all of a sudden they'll go, "Have a look at this person." Ten years ago, and now, now, and you go, they have got it completely. They've got half the size of their nose. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. there's, there's a you know there's a bit of pressure on. On us to do the same, probably. You know, podcasting. Yeah. We're the, we're the new superstars. Get the vocal cords yeah. tuned up. <laughs> go back to F1 and go, I want to sound like that again. Oh, man. Imagine if we... What if we go back and just re-record episode one? Yeah. Re-record our first 20 apps so they're not just dog shit. Yeah, I don't mind the idea of getting someone to transcribe Put those them. episodes under the knife. Yeah, and then we... and then So we get the script. We get it transcribed. Mm. Then we punch it up. Yes. Then we re-record our bits. Yes. Yeah. Because um, people do that with movies, I don't think there's ever been. There's, there's, there's but a George of, Lucasing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But generally, if you do that, they come out worse. But in terms of mm. this 
case. I don't think it would come out worse. It couldn't possibly well, come out worse. But, you know, they've got their fans. This is, you know, it got popular. Mm. So, there. I mean, there would be... That's the thing. It's like, that's what George... You know, he thinks everyone wants everyone wants more fucking CGI stormtroopers. Right. Uh, or whatever they're called. The, like, yep. big robot things walking around in the back. Everyone wants that. Right. But, you know, a lot of purists are like... Yeah, you know, it looks cooler, but this is what I grew up with. Yeah. You know, this is what I went and saw. This. Right. People are going, like, episode one, that's that's what I went and listened to the podcast drive-in yep. when I was eight years old. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want it fixed up. I, I like the rough around the edges charm. We don't want two, we don't want two Jar Jar Binks in this podcast. Yes. Mm, okay. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, maybe we don't touch it. Yeah. We don't we don't touch it at all. I mean, look, we were never going to put in the effort to do that anyway. So, no. yeah, at least we have a reason to not touch it now because we decided. I do. I mean, it's an interesting experiment. I do mm. like the idea of trying it for EP1. Yeah. Do the big re-release. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, littledumdumclub.com uh, is where you can find those tickets hypothetically if they're not gone already. Do not sleep on this if you want to come to the shows in Melbourne, March to Melbourne. and April. Uh, you have to be quick on it. Get on because it right of now. because of um you know the the reduced seating of course as well mm-hmm. um that that is a big part of it um we can't sell as many tickets which is why they went really really quickly mm-hmm. um Perth hold your horses obviously just a little update with Perth um hold on to those horses mm. um we'll we'll let you know exactly when and where oh well you know where you know where. You know where. Um, when is anyone's guess when yeah. well yeah look twenty twenty one I'm gonna call it. We'll be well, over there in 2021. Man, I'm 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 optimistic. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, sometime early, this year. Earlier rather than later. That's yeah. I'm I'm optimistic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I'm being influenced in my optimism by the fact I really want to go there. Yeah. I'm really desperate to go there. Well, you're also being influenced by the facts, which are uh what Everything's are we doing okay? like two weeks of zero cases? I don't know. So we're getting there. Oh, wow. We're getting close to a Great. I think technically it's meant to be like maybe another two weeks right. before the uh, before you can get over without quarantining. I've got to change my flights. Supposed to catch yeah, that are in like two like, days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I should do that. Do That's they not just do they? Uh, what no, I, what, no, I no. haven't been in the position of having a flight booked that then gets moved like that. No, they've been emailing me every day going, um, can you just confirm that we've just changed your flights and it's like a, some slight change to the flight, but we're still going to Perth? And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking. Oh, uh, yeah, because you can't, right, you can go. You can go, you just yeah. got to, you know, sit Quarantine. And, sit and, um, what about this? I, uh, we were talking about this off air just before we, we got into this. Um, I've been influenced a little bit lately by, on Instagram, of like ads of like pop-up burger yep. places. Yep. And so I did, I've, I've done a couple of big drives recently because I, I got into the, the whole romanticism of this thing of like, oh, cool, these like really cool burgers and they just pop up randomly and they're, they're just all in these weird places and I'll, I'll take, you know, I sort of treat it as like a little adventure. Like I'm just yep. going to go off, you know, my, my wife and child went to see the, the in-laws for, you know, the day. I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do some work and then I'll just drive off and find this little nugget of um, burgerdom. Love it. I yeah. love a journey to a restaurant. Yeah. It, like especially when I'm overseas, like most of my travel plans for any day in any city I'm in, I'm like, Heard this is the best place. Yeah, it's an hour and a half walk from where I am. Mm-hmm. So I guess I set off at ten thirty, and yeah. then I'm there by lunch. Yeah, yeah, beautiful stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that in Italy. Just, just, yeah, just, uh, uh, you know, trip advised at all the best places and just go off on an adventure, and it's great. Yeah. So I did that. I set myself uh, a couple little adventures. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And so I, I took off and I, I went out to um, 
uh, it was, yeah, look, I Google tripped it and it was like a 20, 25 minute trip. I'm like, this is not too bad, it's doable. It's like 45 minutes plus. Yep. Um, fucking ages. It ended up being past the airport. Okay. That's how wow. far away it was. Yep. Um, so I got out there. It's in the car park of an IGA in West Meadows. Mm-hmm. It was a hot day. I'm just in, a, just in a fucking dirty old car park and I'm like, fuck, this couldn't be. This is barely Melbourne anymore. Yeah, got the burger. It was great, great burger. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck this!" They is got it. somewhere for you to sit and eat it, or are you just taking yeah. it down in the car? No, a couple, couple of little seats. And okay, so that, yep. that was good. Yep. Um, the next, and so I'm following these guys on Instagram, going, "You know what? Maybe I'll, whenever I get a spare second, I'll just like follow them around the country." Yeah, it's just a grateful great dead style. Bur- yeah, 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 yeah. Great burger. Yeah. Um, grateful bread. Um, that's the like the whole food truck thing. That's what that that used to be. Mm. There used to be more of a culture of like they would just pull up at parks. I mean, I think most cities had, but Melbourne for a long time had. There was like an abandoned block, like not far from my house at the time, mm. that became like a de facto food truck hangout. Right. And it was genuinely exciting. There was like a website that catalogued which ones were going to be where. Right. And there are a couple that I really loved. So it was like, great, it's a nice night. I'm going to walk up to that park because that one's going to be there. Yeah. And it was exciting. And then it kind of like died off and now they're just like, I don't know, they're just only ever at music festivals or like one of those purpose-built like food truck parks. Right, right, right. But the thrill of just like turning up to a park and not knowing which one was going to be there. Yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, right. It burned bright for about six months and then... The fad just I don't know died off. Right. Well, so well that was me. That was that was I loved uh, this burger. It was fucking great. One of the great burgers. Yep. Come home, great. Okay, you know, a little bit guilty that I'd spent so much time of a day doing that. Just getting lunch. Yeah, just yeah. getting lunch. Yeah. And then, you know, they pop up on the socials again, guys. Our next, you know, our next announcement of when and where we're going to be is coming up very soon. We're going to, you know, they're, they're hyping it. They're hyping it more than what we hype things on the socials, for right. sure. They're really doing it like Beyonce's dropping an album. Only four burgers left. Yeah, yeah, all, <laughs> all this sort of stuff. And like When really there's like 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way we do it, right? <laughs> so um, when they go, they, they go like midnight tonight, we're going to put it, uh, uh, you know, they do it on an Insta story. Oh, we're I gonna, love this. We're going we're gonna to put it out on the, on the, on the tiles. You know, it's going to be... Yep, a, on the grid. Yeah. Yep, yep. Great. Oh, awesome. So, it's building up the anticipation for me and then it's like, cool, right. So, next Saturday, we're going to be at West Meadows IGA at uh, Saturday on 12 o'clock. I'm like, oh, that's that's where I was the last week. The same spot. That's where I was last week. Yeah. the same. Oh, okay. All right, all right. And I was going to go, I was going to go with Brett Blake, friend of the show, and then mm-hmm. he pulled out... And then I was like, oh, I won't go. And then they, they hype it up again. Next. Oh, here's a new announcement. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's this? Oh, right. West Meadows. IGA. IGA. Yeah. In the car park. It's like, do you need to, is this a pop-up anymore or are you just you're selling burgers? You're part every, of the IGA. You just sell burgers in the car park. You need to hire them to cater something. I was tempted. Your your child's second birthday is coming up. It's very close. Yeah, second we were t- birthday. We we're talking about like what we we're going to do for it. Yeah, well, here's the solution. Fuck. You get this guy in. Yeah. Make some burgers for your kid. <laughs> what if I do that? The only way I can justify is having it as part of the podcast, but then I don't want anyone to see my my baby, have her involved in this world, in this horrible world we live in. What? So just-, just have a birthday party for my child, invite the burger guy, and then leave the baby at home. And put a bag over your child's head <laughs> so no one can see it. Yeah, I mean... Not invite my baby to her own party. Well, is too because actually on this episode, um, Harley talks briefly about the thing which is quite common, 
the child's first birthday and you go, well, I mean, we don't need to turn it on for the kid because yep. it's like they're one. Yep. So w- I think what is becoming more common is like you get something for the parents to mm. celebrate, you know, them making it a year of, you know, not, yep. not completely fucking it up. Yep. Now, does that still apply at two or is the kid, no. the kid's logged on enough no. that it's like, it's got to be about them, Yeah, right? it's got to be That's about them. It's such a shame. Yeah. Oh, no, we've heard, we've, you know, it, it, it's exciting. It's ex- no, I know it's, had- no, but I'm saying it's a shame because of this specific thing. Yes. Because if it was just like, I'm just doing this as a treat for myself because mm. my kid won't remember it anyway. Yeah. If you had have fucked around a bit more yeah. and had a kid a year later, yeah. you'd now be in the perfect position. Well, if I'd have found this burger a year ago. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but now now I think the, the you know. The, but you can have it both ways. You just have a little party at your house. Mm. And you just get this guy to come through and cook some cook some little burgies. Yeah, but... For your friends and family. Yeah, right. Mm. I wonder... Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask them Even you how many it, burgers it takes to yeah. do a private function. Even you putting on a bit, like chucking a bit of money at it or whatever, mm. surely that's at parity with you driving out beyond the airport yeah, multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah, what yeah, you're spending yeah. in petrol to do that, yeah. surely you can just justify in the yeah. cost of like a few burgers for friends and family. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Maybe I... Mm. Fuck, maybe I'll think about this. It's You don't have to make it a podcast event. Yeah. You just have some comedians. Right. And then by default, it's a podcast event because yeah. you can talk about it on the show. Oh, yeah. You have to invite listeners. Tax right off. Yeah. Patreon episode live there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a good Doing idea. a live podcast at your daughter's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah. 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 I know. I'm just, I, it's just purely a numbers game because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have like two burgers, but... You know, you can't invite a burger truck to f- travel from West Meadows where the bloke clearly lives. Like, the new, sure, announcement, sure. The new announcement was yesterday, new location. I'm like, great. It's like, it's next door. It's uh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like literally he, well, he's slowly 100 metres away. He's slowly working his way closer to the city. It is 100 metres closer to the city. There you go. Week. He's getting there. He's getting there <laughs> incrementally. Yeah. But this, this is what you do. You I don't think up. he's got his licence. I think he's pushing the fucking truck. Right. This is what you do. You hit him up. You go, big fan. I live on the other side of the city. You're making these announcements. I'm mm. always looking for there to be one closer. Yep. What I'm prepared to do, my child's birthday coming up, mm. would you do? Would you cater a private function? What would you need? Also, I've been talking about you on the podcast a bit, yep. not naming. Mm. You know, we'll, we'll turn it into a thing. We'll talk about it. So with that in mind, maybe a bit of publicity. Right. And also, like, just happy to pay. Mm. What's the minimum that you need? Because right. it's not going to be a huge thing. I'm not putting on, like, a massive, like, huge thing in yep. my apartment. Yeah. But what's, like, the minimum commitment you would need to consider doing a private function yeah. uh, at my house? I can be, I can be a couple of K. Uh, you be. never know if he's, you know, if he's, you know, it's a small enough, you just, you never know. They're 10 buck burgers. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we, they, they weren't, they weren't, you know, they weren't lonely out there. There was always people buying them. He's busy. Okay. Yeah, busy, right. you know. And I started to like, it gave me a little glimpse like, into the world of fucking, you know, you know, the, like, <laughs> there's always people that are really into something, obviously. Yeah. There were clearly people, the way they were talking, I was coming into some, you know, fuck it off the street, just some absolute open mic burger amateur, just yep. coming and going, how, uh, how do I, uh, do you have ch- chips here? Yeah. Or, or how, how does this work? And they're like, no chips. Fucking, we No chips? No chips. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Just the burgers. They're not fucking around with anything else. Wow. So, and then I, I'm doing that. Everyone else is coming in going, oh, Wobsy's back. Oh, yeah, how was the birthday last week and how is this going on? Mm-hmm. The, the, there's, there's freaks, that are the, the regulars. They're just right. coming in every time. They, the, 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 
What what that's bur- like the burger, the burger cook is just having this re- uh, relationship with fucking everyone. He knew what was going on. Heaps of people there thinking that like the guy making the burger is like one of their friends, just because yeah. he's eaten their product. Yeah, a couple yeah, times. yeah. And then like spitting some of it out, going, "This one's shit. <laughs> this is how I show I love you." <laughs> yep, yep. I honestly though, I reckon touch base with the guy because you never know. Yeah. Right. Even just the lure of going like. Hey, it's gonna. There'll be like comedians there. Maybe you know. Maybe he's. Maybe he's got a bit of star fucker in him. Maybe you know. Oh yeah. You just. You just sort of. Mm. You just. You know. You just go. Look, I'm not going to say Hughesy's going to be there, but right. there's a possibility, right. which is true. What he if won't I s- be there? But you know. What if I say to him, "Here's the deal breaker. Will there be chips?" What? But why? But I, I just. I, you. You're wanting him. To, you're feeling like he's not going to do it. Yeah. So like, but what you saying? You've got like. I, I, I say to him. Love your work. Come over and do this. But there's got to be... Surely you do chips. Like, I mean, I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe. No, you say to him, you come and do the burgers and I'll tell you what, I'll meet you halfway. Oh, I'll do the chips. Oh. You're on the barbecue. You're oh, doing the sliced potato. You guys are doing a sweet collab. I like this. Yeah, there you go. I'm Because the park... You're grilling the onions to chuck in the burger as well. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't know. He, he, this guy grills a good onion. Oh, he does. I, I thought maybe if he didn't have onions, no. that could be your contribution that no. you have the Chandler burger. Just I don't want to fuck with the chef. Okay. I don't want to sh- fuck with number one chef. So he does all that stuff. I'll just do that. If he doesn't want the chi- maybe the chips are beneath him. You know, maybe he's uh, like... Chips are so easy though. It's just a, it's such a weird thing to draw the line at and go, mm. I can't be fuck doing this. Well, mate, you know, I, I, I kind of think it's like a chef that's like, you know, the, the steaks have got to be done like this. This and this and this. Yeah. I don't touch... Potatoes are for fucking amateurs. Fried potatoes, yeah. yeah. I, to be fair, though, I have always thought anything deep fried in a food van, I've always thought this is just yeah. really rolling the dice. Yes. Something about it makes me really uneasy knowing that that's happening in a car, essentially. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I Hot agree. Hot oil yeah. in a vehicle just seems odd. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. All right, maybe I'll touch base. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll ex- You're doing the sides. Extended olive... Olive branch. You know what? Because I, I kind of thought I was quite good at chips. And then the last two goes I had, I really fucked them. So now okay. I'm a little bit... You don't know. I'm a bit underconfident. Okay. I might have to have a couple of practices. Yeah. But if I get it right, like, fuck. I, I really was... For a long... For a short while, I thought I was really nailing the barbecue. But it's really dented my confidence over Christmas. Oh, really? Really blew the few, chips. Right. Really blew do you think, them. Uh, okay, interesting. Mm, mm. What, what do you think that's down to? I just left them on too long. Okay. Just, just let had a couple of beers, let my attention wander, mm, and then that see, was that was the end of nah, it. You got to mm. be, you got to be on it, if, especially if you're cutting them thinly. And which so, what is do what you I'm do? Doing. What do you when you say chips? You're talking about like you're slicing Slice up a potato and grilling it on the thing. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Give me some homework. All right, good. All right, let's crack into um, some some business. Um, thank you to everyone who's been subscribing to patreon.com slash little club you mm-hmm. get all the bonuses bonus episodes heaps of them per week and per month yep two um, a week mondays and fridays to fill in the gaps in your little listening schedule that is if you're 10 bucks a month if you're five bucks a month you get a little bit less than that mm. uh you get a couple of months couple of episodes a month um we've got some we've been doing some rippers lately um yeah. if you like this show then you will love that show yep um so get into it and of course as we said they those guys got their heads up about the live tickets first. They've basically first nearly dibs. sold out. Exactly. There's one. There's at least one show, nearly two, that are completely Patreon subscriber only. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they sold. I them believe out. there's two that are Patreon only, right? Well, I said. I think said nearly two. I think sort of two, two were sold out before we put them to the public. No, I think there was like 
three tickets left or something. Oh, one okay. Of them. So there's three little grubs, the yeah. freeloading grubs. I'll we'll kick find them. them. Out. We'll find them. I'll at kick the them show. out. We'll find them. I'll kick them out and make their seats footrests for the Patreons. Great. Yeah. Great idea. Um, stack them on top of each other. Um, so some people have got some nice views at the back. Mm, exactly. Or at the front and b- block some Blocking. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, thank you very much to all those people. You get all that sort of stuff. You get all the inside knowledge. You get all that all that business. We treat you like royalty. You know, I've, I keep meaning to say maybe if Patreon subscribers should – we you know, we hate getting criticism about any form of the show because – who who wants criticism? No one. No. Especially from the sort of dross that fucking listen to us for free. Yeah. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, I keep thinking maybe we should make that a rule. You get one complaint. We've said that before. Have we? Yeah, we've put that out there. We should make that it That also, f- it says a lot about, I think that, because, yeah, I mean, that's a fair kind of thing to put out there. Mm. But also, the mentality of someone that likes this enough to support it financially mm. doesn't really have it in them to go, yeah, yeah, here's what I think is fucking wrong with the show. Right. So maybe I should maybe we should make it official though in that you get one complaint and we have to formally address, address the complaint. It. Okay, we can make a post. Mm. We can make a post on the Patreon page yep. that everyone will get an email notification about. Right, and then you can log in and like comment from there on that right. post, and we'll read them all out. Right. Well, maybe we should just leave it up to them whether they want to complain or not. Because if we just get inundated with a thousand complaints first day, maybe we might kill ourselves. Me- you message us on Patreon if you really want. Right, because then that that's an easy way of us verifying that you actually are a Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. you know what I mean, if it's to the if it's to the page, yeah. If it's to the socials, then we've got to like cross reference your name and whatever. Mm. Log into your Patreon and message us through there, and then we'll we'll have to log the complaints because people get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Mm, okay. Um, Getting a heap of complaints from the, you know the, like the little default icon on Patreon. Right. On Twitter, it's like an egg. Right. On Patreon, it's a little fox. Right. Getting a lot of complaints from little foxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you need a picture of yourself for Patreon anyway? You it's a really weird know. thing to get on and go, here mm. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check me out. Well, um, I mean, it makes the most... It's like, hey, I'm giving you money. I want you to see the face. Yeah, it's right. It's feeding you every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, all right, so let's... Uh, and of course, part of that is we, we, we read out your name, hopefully. Yep. Uh, as much as we can, we try and pack as many names in every week as we can. We um, do everything as fair as we can. We pack all the names, all the names into the, the unplanned uh, title alternator, magnificent piece of machinery mm-hmm. that uh, yeah, it survived COVID. It actually got COVID at one stage. I oh, did it. Yeah, it, um, it had to self isolate right. uh, for for a week, um, but it's all good now. Mm-hmm. As much as uh, as much as I can tell, yep, it's all good. Uh, we'll see. I, I ran the uh, the Nortons through it, and they yeah. actually got rid of the COVID. Oh, great, great, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah. it's all good. So maybe if if someone can just make a, a human version of, of Nortons. Norton. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should be all good. Right. Um, all right, let's crack in. Uh, first cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Dean Peldies. Dean Peldies. See the Peldies or Peldis. P-E-L-D-Y-S. What do you reckon? I th- Peldis? <sighs> Peldis, maybe. Maybe it's Peldis. Yeah. Yeah. Peldies. <laughs> Peldies is funnier. Peldies, Peldies kind of sounds like the like off-brand supermarket yes. in a small town. Yes. Peldies. Yeah, that's why I like it. Get down to Peldies to get yeah, the yeah, cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what, is it? Is it? I is like it a it's surname that's plural by default. Mm, so if you were talking yes. about this family, you'd go, going around the Peldieses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Or, yeah, if that's your hamburger joint. You know, in your in your small in in Colac. Yeah. Oh, do you want to go down to Peldies and yep. get a and get a 
you know, I don't want to chase. Peldy. I don't want to drive all to fucking to West Meadows to get my burger. Let's just yep. go down the street to Peldy's. Yeah, and get a big Dean. Yeah, yeah, a big Dean, <laughs> <laughs> a Dean burger. Yeah, yeah, fill it a Dean. Yep, mm. um, that'd be good. That what, man, imagine that. What if you had a business called Dasselos? Mm. I did, you know, because like I did think for a brief moment. You know, I've got my little comedy room, so I've got you know basement comedy club. Uh, I've got comedy at Spleen. Mm. I did for a brief moment think if I was going to have like a generic comedy club, maybe if I unified them all or whatever, instead of, you know, I, I'd quite plain, you know, I've got Thursday comedy club that's not happening at the moment, quite yep. plain sort of stuff. And or, a lot of the time named after the bar that they were in. I was thinking, fuck, I, and I moved a couple of times to bars, you, and you had, yeah, to keep, it, you had to keep changing the name. Right, so the Thursday Comedy Club thing is only, uh, it's relatively recent that mm. you've started giving them these names to protect yourself against the bar, like, you know, being Closing sold or going under or whatever yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you having to, like, change all the branding and the yes. Twitter handle and stuff like that. So yes. you're kind of future-proofing it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, instead of it being like, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to Basement Comedy Club being evicted and having to do it on the top of a skyscraper and still calling yes. it Basement Comedy Club. But yeah. yeah, yeah. The brand of Basement is just so strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so despite, you know, numerous stories about people leaping from their death from Basement Comedy Club. But yep, yep, yep. Um, Got vertigo at the Basement Comedy <laughs> Club last night. So uh, I did for a very brief moment think, what if I could get my name in there somewhere? Mm. Chandler, the Chandler's Comedy yep. Club or something. Yep. I was like, well, it's the it only... Is, it is funny because like... In the States, what is there? There's Dangerfields, mm. comedy club named after Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. Then there's the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Oh, yes. He started a club named after himself. I'm sure there's more examples. Yes, there's the one in Vegas that is named after – is it Garrett's? Garrett's Comedy Club? Brad Garrett? The, oh, the, yes, the, yes, yes. The big bloke Brad, from the, Everybody I Loves I think it's Raymond. literally the, the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. Right, right, similar right. To, um, similar to Lovitz, just not, not even – I mean, yeah, Dangerfields is cool because if you didn't know Rodney Dangerfield, it's just like that's kind of like a cool it's name a cool for name. a club. Yeah. Yeah. Lovitz's, Garrett's, like they all kind of – I mean, everything – the name of everything ever is stupid. But yes. like the idea – that it's just such an American thing. Mm. Like can you imagine like one of our – let's say like a friend of the show who's in, uh, you know, a few years ago gets this breakfast radio job and he's flushed with cash. And then he's just like, that's it. I'm starting up Thornton's Comedy Club. Right, right, you know right. I mean? Like the idea of anyone doing that here yeah. is just non-existent. Yes. It wouldn't even occur to you. It, just imagine the pile on yeah. of one of our friends going. Absolutely. Uh, n- yeah, and a little cartoon of me on the yes. sign. Yes, Oof. yes. <laughs> I'd love to I see. Did, well, that's it. I did think of it and I was thinking, this isn't like me going, I should be. I should be the face of this or anything like this. Just genuinely like, this would be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would be we funny. We did used to joke a lot about the first place that you ran your room at, which is now deceased, Soft Belly. Oh, yeah. Because it was just such a good space and then we started – you were doing – at one point you were doing a couple of nights a week of shows there and then yeah. we did a couple of pods there. Yeah. And it was just like this sort of perfect like backroom yeah. space Fun little setup. Space, yeah. yeah, and it was like – I think you maybe you maybe you got the word that the bar was on kind of like you know tenuous footing financially, and mm. there was a point where we were talking about the idea of you buying it yep. and turning it into 
the idea for the name I remember was the Carl Chandler Memorial Comedy Club. Oh, that's Club, right. Yeah, yeah. Named after you, and all of it. There's all this stuff in the room right. that's done as if you've passed away. <laughs> there's like a plaque on the wall and like photos of you performing yeah. and stuff, and pe- people coming in not knowing and going like, "Oh wow, how, how sad that he passed yeah. away so young." And but cool that they've set this up in his memory. And then me and then going they get to the door and you're there taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then them just being shocked and then walking in and then saying to someone else, wasn't that the guy? Yeah. And then someone else going, you know what they say, he can still be seen haunting this exactly. place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the apex of that idea, I right. think. Right, yeah. yeah, 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 sure. So that's what I was going to say. What would you imagine Daslize? I mean, maybe not as proud because, you know, that's not actually your name. But, yeah. But what would you... Well, it's sort of less arrogant because it's like everything I'm saying about and in Australia, we just have a different culture and you couldn't get away with that. Right. And people going, what a wanker. You've set up this comedy club and named it after yourself. It's like, not my actual name. So, <laughs> not a big deal, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. My fake family are very offended by that. Yeah. Um, that was that was why I came up with that name because I thought this would be a great name for a comedy club. Right. So, to establish the brand, I'll call myself that for a bit. But also... And then I'll jettison the name and call a comedy club that. For newer listeners, your, your real name is Tom Allsop. Yeah. So, Tommy Daslow. But if you... Dasselos is a lot cooler than Allsops. 100%. It's a lot easier yeah, to, yeah. to sort of... It, it, it looks more... Dasselos in like a neon sign. Like yeah, kind of, a script of script writing. Yes. For sure. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So what would that... What could that be on the side of, do you think? How do you... How do you where do you picture that on the side <laughs> so, of? There's no way in hell it could be a comedy club. No, well, we've already done... <laughs> oh, there's a... Chandler's already exists. We've already, we've already riffed on that one. So okay, I've, I've so claimed what, that one. Do you mean what kind of business would I want my name yeah, attached yeah, to? Yeah. Or what, and, what and business... And what would suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm, good if question. Could, I mean, look, you hit the comedy... Uh, lottery and 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 you're out. You go. I've done everything I can. You've done your sixth Netflix special. Yeah, it's time to consolidate. Time to look to the future. You know, comedy's yep, a young yep. man's game. Let's let's mm. let's let's um get that cash under from the from out under the mattress. Yeah, let's put this into something else. Yep. Um. Hmm. I mean, Maybe, look, look, a burger joint, a... Um, yeah, you know. some kind of... Re- I mean, a restaurant or something is the obvious one, a restaurant mm. or a bar. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of... A, an Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian restaurant's pretty good. It'd be good if it wasn't Italian. It'd be good if it was Chinese. Dasselos. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Dasselos, sweet and sour. I like that. You know what I'm a, You know what I love at the moment is like a good... Um, a good, like, uh, the name of like a good suburban Chinese or Asian restaurant in general. Mm. You know, they always just got... I saw one the other day that was called Asian Chopsticks. It's like, <laughs> this is a tautology. Like, Great. you don't need... <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good name. So, I call a place Dasselow's Italian Chopsticks. Right. And people are turning up going, honestly, yeah. I don't know what kind of food I'm going to get when I walk through this door, <laughs> but I'm excited to find out. That's not... I mean, you know, I'm sure that's been done before, maybe, but I can't think of it being done, but... You know, pasta with chopsticks, not the worst idea. I had a uh, I had a dish the other day at this kind of Japanese cafe that's like kind of fusiony. Talking about driving long distances to get to get food. I didn't go too far. It was in Camberwell, so it's a bit of a drive from here. Mm. Just a place I followed on Instagram for a bit, and I had an udon bolognese. Ooh. So it was like thick udon noodles. I don't mind that. Kind of like yeah, bolognese sauce with some sort of like um, Japanesey kind of ingredients in it. So it's good fusion. And I think they. I was eating it with a fork, but I was like, "Yeah, you can eat this with the chopsticks." Have you had lunch? Uh yes. <sighs> right, it's probably a bit late now. I was just thinking. I saw. Do you know? Do you know the bar in Camberwell that was like completely, absolutely 
Not there was no branding. There was no actual sign that it was a bar at all. Hmm. It was near the train station in Camberwell. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. sign of it at all. Yeah. And then you just had to know. Like I find that so funny. Like okay, you can do that in the city, not the suburbs, can you? Can you just have an absolutely unnamed place? But if it, I mean, I guess if it's high residential, you just go. Yeah, we only really need locals coming mm. through. Yeah, right. Maybe it's. I think it's been renovated and it's now like a. You know, it's, it's like a dive bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's like sells burgers and stuff. I keep meaning to go there. I think the ideal for me, Dasselow's would be karaoke bar. Oh, see, there we go. That's I what, like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's your twist on the karaoke bar? Because hmm. I was just thinking, you know, my, my comedy club, you know, exclusively, you know, instead of having the, you know, the, the starters, the spring rolls coming out and the chicken parmas, uh, it's Thai. It's all Thai. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The only songs available. I had a great green curry at the Carl Chandler Memorial Comedy Club. <laughs> <laughs> My twist is it's uh, it's only songs that I like. Oh, so there's just like a lot of Jamiroquai. Like it. A lot of and like you've I'm, got to sign off personally on every song. And I'm it, and like there's you know stuff that you I you appear like. in every video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I appear in every video, and a lot of them are karaoke versions of songs that like. I've commissioned because it's like, why would there's there's no existing karaoke version of this? So the entire discography. Oh, I thought you meant you wrote some of these songs as well. Um, you can write some songs about yourself. Songs about there. myself. Yep. Maybe there's a bit of a mix of like, um, okay, so it's only songs that I already like, yep. and they've all been rewritten mm. to be parody songs that are about me. Ah, and and so they're all songs that don't. You know, it's like every so the entire catalogue of TV on the radio are in right, there. Right. And they're all parodies of me. Right. Now, I don't think there'd be a single TV on the radio song on any karaoke machine anywhere in the world. Right. But I've got them all. Yeah. But not quite. Right. You're singing the melody, and but you so sing it about me when you're doing it. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> now, you're in there. You're the host in there. Oh, I'm in there every night. Yeah, yeah. I'm setting up every room. So, you're, I reckon you do a guest appearance in every... They hire it for an hour. You come in. Sorry. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. It's Daslo time. Yep. You come in, kick someone off the mic. Yep. You do a tune. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. You've been great. Move to the next room. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Great. Well, look out for that in uh, 2025. Right, right. Time to start saving. Great. Okay. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Dean. Fucking hell. Yeah. Okay. How are we going? One. How are we going for time? Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Emma Porter. Ooh, Porterhouse. Oh, Porter's Porter's house. Porter's house. We got this money that's, from. That's pretty good. And a Porter's house. You wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that's. Welcome to the Porter house. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Is that where you go with? Are you, uh, wait, someone trying to pick her up. How about we go back to the Porter house? Emma Porter's house. Mm. Mm. And uh, you'll be well I'll get done. Get my meat out. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> what the concept of having a steak well done? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma, I've come around to the, to the name Emma. I oh, really? A, you weren't a fan? I wasn't as a, as a young child. There was a. Um, I I got it drummed into my head that there was a there was a girl called Emma that was. Uh, no good. You know what else? An unpopular girl, and, yep. and 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 to me, that stuck in my head is Emma. You know that. You know those sort of things. Where like, if you know a, a kind of a bloke, and it's like, all right, well, that name's done for me. That, yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and it it kind of made having kids like very early in life. I've kind of I've never really understood it because it's like you just. I don't know. My personal thing has always been like... You, you love you, condoms. You, yes. Right. You, mi- you miss out on a lot, right? right? You kind of... But 
it makes sense when you, you love think anal. about it. Sorry, I love I anal, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense when you think about it in the context of the longer you leave it to have a child, the more people you are going to have met that you don't like that have then ruined their name for you. Right. Where you could, so if you have a kid when you're like 18, mm. basically who have you met that you don't like with given names? Mm. Just people at school. Yep. You know what I mean? If you wait later in life, it's like, fuck, there's a lot of names in the baby naming book that are just crossed out. Yeah, this, yeah. this person wronged me. Yeah. This person I've met who's a cunt. Yeah. So I kind of understand a lot. If that was deliberate, if it was like, I need to get in and have a kid early yeah. before I have too many good names ruined for yeah, me yeah, by my yeah. dealings in life. Yeah. But I have I have come around to it. I'm 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 back on Team Emma. I'm Is it because of you met like a specific good Emma, I or just enough time away from the original bad one to just well, be like I'm, it doesn't matter? Not even saying bad one. I think I've just learnt my lesson. I just uh, you know I've come to grips with the fact that maybe I I was swayed by the wrong crowd back then, and you mm-hmm. know I was five years old, and maybe the ideas I had when I was five, and not. You know, solid ideas. Right. Um, maybe I should make up my own mind from grade one, Carl. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I still stand by everything I thought. Oh, really? When I was five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you still, you still love milk just mm. as much. Yep. Yep. Fuck! Still, I haven't drunk a milk. Not, still not completely on top of the four times table. Nah, I no. haven't drunk a milk in a very long time. Really? Yeah. Love a milk. I remember. Did you? I think I've told this on the show before. But did you ever do the thing in primary school where? Um, just a classic, like, you come back from the weekend and one of the first things you do in, like, prep or grade one is, like, on the Monday, write a little thing about what you did on the weekend. Right. We had to do that once and I remember it had been a weekend where The Simpsons is sort of, you know, still pretty new, that initial, like, big boom of, like, how cool's The Simpsons and, like, Mm. I think it was, like, Tip Top or something were doing a promotion where they had, like, Simpsons characters all over the thing and all over the package and you could like cut out a coupon and send it in to win a Simpsons prize or whatever. And so I'd seen it on the TV and I was like really wanted this loaf of bread with Simpsons stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So we make a trip to the milk bar to get this loaf of bread. Yeah. And then... So it's, then it's, it's just got a picture of the Simpsons on just it. Just got that's a picture. The, yeah. yeah. And, but you're that age where it's like that's yeah. everything. Yeah. So then Monday morning and at school, my big thing for the weekend is on the weekend we got some bread. Which just makes me sound like this, like fucking abused yeah. child who's like Chimney locked under the stairs. Like mm. just the big treat for the weekend was Dickensian <laughs> creation. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed bread this weekend, you little fuck. Yeah. And just imagine the shit that teachers must see yeah. and have to wade through and go, "What's actually?" Because it'd be that. It'd just be like minute, borderline depressing things, or it would be kids just absolutely making bullshit up. Well, and the teacher looking at it, going, "Fucking dream I, on." Kid. I thought you were. I thought you were going to go with. So you get this packet of bread with the Simpsons on the front of it and it's like, fuck yeah, I've got it. And then you make a sandwich and you bring this sandwich to school and you're just walking around eating it in front of people going, what's that? Yeah, 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 Simpsons bread, you know, whatever. It was a bit more like, you know, yeah, when you're a kid and advertising just works so brilliantly on you. Yeah. And then you get it and you're holding it in your hand and you're like, oh, nothing's changed. That's, yeah. This is just a fucking food. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit like... This is weird because I was pretty sure if I got this thing, this fixed everything. Yeah. And now I've got it and I've... This is a bit of the Emperor's new bread here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this fucking bread and this is not that good. I thought good. the characters on the... I thought the Simpsons were going to come to life off the yeah, packet and start yeah. skateboarding around in the car like they yeah. are on the ad on the TV. This... this I thought this sandwich was going to tell me to eat my shorts. And yeah. it fucking hasn't done it once. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Depressing stuff. Yeah. Um, bread, hey? Mm. I... Uh, uh, oh fuck! What, what did you say before? It reminded me of something. Um, 
kids bullshitting in the things at school. Yeah. No, I can't remember. It's gone. It's fucking gone. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma. I just bought a porterhouse today, actually, in the supermarket. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Got that on deck for dinner tonight? Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe it's lunch tomorrow. Okay. Might be lunch. I'm more of a steak for lunch boy. Mm. Not a big, not a big heavy dinner person. Okay. Barely any dinner, actually, if you must know. Um, but Emma, I'm, I'm on board. Um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Brent Carney. Wow. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. Brent, one of our favourites. Yep. And some cunt that empties the ping pong balls out of a clown's mouth. Exactly. Mm. Yep. Some guy who's uh, some guy who's sitting there monitoring the um, the intensity level, the little knob <laughs> on the roller coaster, making sure Mister Bean doesn't come along. Yeah, yeah. And crank yeah. it up to maximum. Some cunt like the bl- the bloke from twenty years ago, whenever it was, when I want went on the some fucking gravitron type thing. Yep. And then all the money came out of my pocket, and I went, "Can I just?" get my money back, and they go, no. And I'm yep. like, ah, this is your version of tips, isn't it? Yep, yep. Just just me going like as if this is the first time it happened. Oh, there's been a mistake, guys, because I wanted my money. Oh, and this it's, is a real story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and it's gone. <laughs> and it, like I had a heap of money. It's just I, it's just over there. Yep. Nah. nah. Too bad, kid. Nah. How do nah, we know nah. it's yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. just, you may have never is even your been face on, on it? Yep. Yes, I am the queen. That's my five. Okay, well um, then, Your Majesty, very sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, please come back to the uh, Queenscliff uh, uh, yep. show. Um, I, I was down in uh, Apollo Bay a few weeks ago, before Christmas, a couple weeks before Christmas, and they had the carnival setting up down there. Mm. Doesn't that seem wild? Carnivals are back. I Just did, the amount of things that are back post-COVID. Like I, I think I said I last week, I drove today. past the circus. Yeah. The circus is cut. Like, things where you'd surely think, I mean, this is done for like two years, yeah. surely. It drove me a bit wild. It's like gigs weren't even really back at capacity yet, and they're setting up a fucking roller coaster on the beach. Have you have you fucking worked on your clowns socially distancing in the car? I I hit up Chatfield. I yep. remember this morning. I hit yes. him up, and I haven't heard back yet. Right. Get but, on uh, it. Yeah, Make getting it happen, on it. Please. Getting on it. Um, but yes, I did think that today. I was thinking there wouldn't be anything like that happening, but apparently there is. Yeah, it's mm. crazy. Mm. But yeah, Brent Carney, uh, he's out there. He's putting his dick in the exhaust of the Mad Mouse. Right. He's absolutely loving it. Sucking off the bearded lady. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I, yeah, I drove past, I've been driving past a lot of amusement parks. I drove past Luna Park the other day mm. and was just like going down that side street where, because for anyone outside of Melbourne, the Luna Park's this shitty little theme park um, in St Kilda. Historic. Historic, and it's it's kind of quite close to the street, so you can see like all the scaffolding of yeah. the thing, and it's just like doesn't look right. Just looking at it, going, yeah. my god! Yeah. If I had a young family, like I get it, like people rap that it had reopened again because it's like awesome school holidays, something to do with the kids. But you look at it and you go, fucking hell! Yeah, how how much longer has this thing got in it? Yeah, it's pretty scary stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit worried. My child, little blanket, loves a bit of like getting dangled backwards and. Fucking upside down and shit. Bit mm. of a thrill seeker. Am I? Am I gonna? Am I gonna have to get on the Mad Mouse with her? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a bit worried. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know. Look, it's an old idea. It's a well-worn idea. But you know, you look at the people running those things and go, "Oh, this look. This already looks dangerous. Let alone that cunt fucking being in charge of this." I mean, that's never really bothered me too much because it's like I think it's all pretty automated, right? It's like you push a button, off it goes. Still got to maintain the, it though. But the structural integrity of it is yeah. what. Yeah, there's what someone looking at. There's someone. There's someone 
looking after that bit of machinery at the end of the it's day. Ju- you drive past the scenic railway at Luna Park and it's just all rust. Yeah. It's just like a hundred... Pi- it's all Paint orange. Flex. Yeah. Mm. It's... Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I'm... Uh, yeah, I... I I, I reckon I went on it 20 years ago. That's the only time I've ever mm. been on it. Never been to the circus in my life. I've been, yeah, I've been when I was a little kid. Now that they make circuses not cruel, are they any good? I don't know. Have they, have they, now, have, have they cancelled circuses yet? Are they, yeah. Have they... I don't really know. I guess it's just like a lot of... Acro- I, I guess it's like everything has kind of become Cirque du Soleil, right? No animals, okay. but just like lower quality. Right. Not as, you know. It's like a lot of... Aerial tricks and right. clowning and shit like that. I okay. think there'd be enough stuff to do without animals. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, when I think of the circus in terms of animals, it's really only a lion anyway, isn't there? Is there, is there many other animals? Lion, is there? elephant. Yeah, I can't really remember. Elephant. Oh, yeah. Elephant. You can't one. have a fucking elephant anymore, can you? No I can't. Way. Can have Even Thailand anymore. are going fucking maybe ease up on the elephants. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Let alone them bringing one into Richmond. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if there were any animals when I went as a kid. They're pro- I mean, they're probably, this would have been early 90s. Mm. I can't, I don't know. I feel, uh, like, I remember circuses coming to Maryborough and being like, fuck, these poor fucking animals being dragged to Maryborough. I mean, yeah. they're already in chains now, they have to fucking come to this shit. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, Brent Carney. Thanks, Brent. Carney. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Ryan Keith. Ooh. Mm. Come up with two unfortunate first names in one name. Keith, mm. the middle name of my father. Oh, yeah. Very, very average. I don't name. mind. I actually don't mind Ryan all that much. Yeah, Ryan's name. okay. Uh, Ryan's okay. Ryan's but, are better as a surname, in my opinion. Uh, But imagine if, if... I think this guy's got it the right way around. Keith Ryan? Look, Keith's not a winner anyway. You know. Keith, I'd, you'd you know, run, you I'd know rather what? have it as, as a surname right. than a first name. You're right. And I'd rather have Ryan. If if my options were Ryan or Keith, I'd rather Ryan. You, Ryan Keith, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Not, Keith, nothing spectacular. Keith is not a good, it's a terrible first name, let's be honest. Yes. As a last name, it's fine. It's It could actually be nearly a great name if you got the right first name. What I mean, what's the best first name? Now, that's a good question. That is a really good question. Yeah. What is the best one? Because um, then we can look look out for it. This is, I mean, this is a bigger conversation. This a is a massive whole episode. Question. That is a massive this question. Is a spe- this is a special hour-long deep dive into what is the best name. Yeah. Yeah. I was, no, I'm not even going to Certainly gonna not something to do like halfway through, exactly halfway through the Patreon read. Well... Oh, okay, are we halfway through, are we? Yeah, we're, we're exactly halfway through. Right, okay, all right. We're, we're going to do, do, we usually do, do double the amount of names we're gonna we've do, already done. We're usually going to do eight, are we? Okay, yep. right, okay. Well, You remember, mm. we've done this for years now. Mm, yeah, I know, I just, I'm, uh, oh, look, I might have a bit of okay. something to tell you, but um, yep. we're just running a little bit of time. We might be able to do eight. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll keep going. The best first name, Saxa. What? Saxa. Are you just reading salt from I over my shoulder? I am just looking over your shoulder. Right, right, right. At okay. My kitchen okay, right, right. Is that the. Is that, uh, that's Indiana, certainly one of the. Indiana. Certainly, Indiana Keith. There's certainly, certainly not a bad name for salt. I don't know about for people, but. Indiana. That's on my fridge. Oh, uh, yeah. A photo of me on the Indiana Jones ride at yes. uh, Disney World in Tokyo. Crystal Skull. Not a bad name. Yep. Yep. Where's Crystal Skull? Uh, oh, the, the big, temple of the crystal skull. Oh, the big bottle of vodka that I have. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, the the shrine to Dan Aykroyd you yep, have on yep. top of your fridge. Crunchy. Yeah. 
Crunchy Keith. Oh, you've had my cat here? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Crunchy Keith is not a bad I name. I've got a fridge made it about your cat. Crunchy Keith. Crunchy yep. Keith is actually a good name. Yep. Crunchy Chandler is a good name. Yep. Crunchy Keith's better, though. Crunchy Keith is good. Yeah. But yeah. Crunchy anything. Yeah. Crunchy is... I mean, look, that's... That's why we named the cat there because we bookmarked that name from years ago when we met someone else. We with just a, stole someone else's, someone else's cat's, cat's name. name. Yeah, imagine doing that with a human. People must have done that with a kid. It's of course. Like, yeah, I just ripped off your kid's name. Yeah. I liked it. Now my kid's called that too. Yeah, sucked yeah. in. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Totally, totally. Not happening with Ryan Keith. No. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully they didn't. They didn't do that. Hopefully they didn't have a different surname and they went Keith. Oh, I've never seen that God, name before. What a cool, yeah, yeah, sexy yeah. name. Yeah. Let's get that attached. Crunchy Keith. <laughs> Crunchy Keith is good. I like it. It is very good. This guy, okay, Ryan, you're changing your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, or what if he was, you know what you'd do if you're a guy like this with two kind of quite bland mm. first names as your full name? Yep. You'd need to be one of those guys that's got the like, in inverted commas, you know, like the nickname in the middle of the name. Yeah. So he, so you've got to, you'd sort of have to do something like, Ryan Crunchy Keith. Right. When you yeah, write your yeah, name yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime you're referred to, it's got to be. It's right. got to be in there. The nickname right. is like, a, you know, it's not just something someone calls you. It's like built into your full name. Right. As if it's your middle name. Crunchy Keith. Fuck, I'm really, really into it. Mm. You know, maybe that is the best name. Maybe we've solved it already. Crunchy Keith. Crunchy is the best name. It's hard to get better than that. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to get better than that. It did. It does make me slightly, t- a tiny bit sad that. We did pinch the name Crunchy off another cat that, yep. that we we knew someone who had cat, two cats. Yep. But their two cats were Crunchy and Munchy. Yep. Now that's great. Yeah. You should have called your kid Munchy. That's not a bad idea either. But it, yeah, we did have a bit. We had to have a bit of a debate. Which what's the best name to take? What's crunchy the best or name? Munchy? Crunchy or Munchy for the cat? Because they've. I assume that these people these people got the two cats at the same time, yes. and so they're like it's like yep. a dual yes. name thing. So yes. it is a bit weird to just have one. It does lose. A little bit. If you don't know that story, it doesn't. Like Crunchy sure, is just a still fun a good name, name but, but so, Munchies. But like, yeah, it's really had to sit down and think. How much fun am I having saying Crunchy compared to Munchy? I think you picked the right one. I think I did too. Yeah, but now that I'm saying Munchy, I, I, I'm feeling like I lost something. I mean, the follow up of having the kid and mm. going, "That's getting the name of the other cat." <laughs> Would would have been fucking spectacular, and just the amount of times that I have to talk about the two of them together to get to to get the payoff of yes. Oh, there's Crunchy and Munchy. Yes, you know, do you, have you met Crunchy and Munchy? Yeah, your cat and your baby. Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the kid getting. Yeah, yeah. Older. I met I met your cat when you held the birthday party and you got a fucking burger van <laughs> yeah. out for it. And then the kid getting older and just having to explain. Yeah, but well, you weren't so much named after the cat, but yeah. the cat came first, just, and we gave it the name that we liked more. And yeah. then you came along and you. Got Got the backup name. Yeah, yeah. We 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 just kind of worked together. I mean, mm. I know that the cat died twenty years ago now, yep. but I still think it kind of works. Wow, your kid's waiting pretty late to ask where'd my name come from. <laughs> 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 what, like thirty or something? Yeah. <laughs> Dad, hey, nice yeah. to nice to hear from you. Yeah, well, I, I just I was just thinking today. I mean, no one ever brought it up in primary school or anything. I was yeah. just sort of thinking about it today. That is a bit of I an odd name. I've never met another yeah. another month. I just keep thinking the day will come where you'll just tell me where the name came from, but that's just not going to happen. I was at so work I've today. Ask. I was at work today. And someone just, someone just, we had a new guy, and they were like, "Why is your name Munchy?" And I was like, "I never really That's thought a about that." Great question. Never really thought about that. Never come up. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, thanks, Crunchy Keith. Thanks, Crunchy Keith. Um, all right, well, man, I, I, I'm hungry. I gotta go. Fair. Gotta go. So uh, let's make this one the last one. Yep, sure. 
fifth, the fifth one. Uh, all right. Thank you very much to Patreon. Oh, hang on. What? Oh, it just reminds me of. I don't know. Just that. I don't think we've had this before, but um, you know, look, we've done five this week. Sometimes you can, uh, like, a name will come up, and we'll just have something slightly. It'll rem- remind me of something we've talked about earlier. Yeah, strange coincidence. Just, yeah, just coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just can happen sometimes. Anyway, um, well, I, it at least reminds me of something. Maybe it doesn't click anything with you, but mm-hmm. uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, um, Dirty Circus Cunt Comedy. Oh right. Mm. What's this guy doing at the circus specifically? Do you think? I don't. I don't know. Oh, it's just a name. Just oh, okay. A name. It just reminds me of um, the other cat. Um, there was three cats actually. I've just remembered. Right. Um, it was Crunchy Munchy and Dirty Circus Cunt. So that was actually the third um, cat. That was the that was the third cat cat name consideration uh, for for Crunchy. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the. Uh, Isn't that funny? That was the cat that was mopping up the elephant's piss. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Dirty Circus Cunt Comedy. Uh, thanks, everyone who supports the show on Patreon. Get on littledumdumclub.com. Follow the links to the Patreon. Get two bonus episodes every week for $10 a month. Jump on those live show tickets in Melbourne if they're not gone already. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.